Welcome to the Red Black League Boys High School Hockey Podcast, a big, big show today for everybody. Uh, Lee Smith retires and lots of other little tidbits. Top 10 AA and A, Warroad head coach Jay Hardwick will talk a ton of games of the past. We'll have senior Barrett Hall from Gentry Academy and we'll make some pickums. It's going to be huge. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Literally, Danny and I are in a ring of fire right now, aren't we, Danny? <laughs> yeah, it's about 78 degrees. No, in no, it's in the 90s in here. It is brutal. <laughs> I took off a hoodie. And... Well, I'll, I'll trade you some because uh, someone hit the, the gas main that serves the east side of Duluth, and that was some contractor, and so we have been told to keep our houses at 62. Oh, my God. So <laughs> you have just the opposite. Yep, yep. I don't turn on my heat in my apartment. We know that, Danny. Yeah. That's gross. Well, yeah. because the residual, it, it works, and I have a west-facing window. Yeah, he's in a large building, so. Yeah. Oh. Do, you, do you charge for heat? Yeah. Oh, wow. Good for you. All right. <laughs> there is a lot on the docket. Yeah. There a is lot. a lot on the All docket right. today. Okay, so start uh, with Carl. Some, some general news. Yeah. Uh, Danny, you, you have... News on the Hockey Day jerseys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I forgot about this. So those who are wondering about how great Prior Lakes jerseys were. They were great. The shells were. Mm-hmm. But now just just do us a favor, okay? Google Eden Prairie at Hockey Day and look at the side-by-side between their jersey and... Eden Prairie or Centennial? Oh, I thought that centennial. was, it was oh, centennial. centennial. And I, I what it wasn't even a hockey day jersey, I don't think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was it hockey was. day. Okay. When they played in St. Cloud against Moorhead. Oh, what, that what, one. what I said to um a coach who was on the prior lake jersey, I said that you were sold a bag of beans that somebody they else were. got with with a bunch of names <laughs> on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we'll just take this old relic here. Have you seen this before? Have you ever seen your picture on it before? Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then that person claimed that, that no, they're different. I did talk to that person um, last week to compliment that person on what a awesome uniform it was before I had been notified by another person from Centennial that it was a dead copycat. <laughs> then I loved that uniform, and I would wish they would have just kept the navy and then the tape. Yeah. Because on TV, you could not see the players. No. You yeah. couldn't. Could you, Carl, see yeah. the players? Well, I, I didn't watch. Oh, you didn't even watch? Oh, good for I you. Was, I was at a game. All right. So I could... <laughs> I knew to look for them. Had my naked eye, you wouldn't even able to tell. That's what I kept mm-hmm. saying. Sure. That's what TV looked like to me. Yeah. Um, but the, the the breezer covers didn't come in until six days, as an idea, six days before hockey day. Yeah, the shells are great. The shells are, <laughs> yeah, they, maybe even forget about it. But the fact that it's almost a dead-on <laughs> jersey replica of theirs is hilarious. Okay, keep moving. Not great. Um all right, uh, I need to send some condolences up to Rozo, who lost Lou Erickson, their uh, 
youth program president and longtime fixture in Rozo Hockey passed away this past week. Correct. Not that old, too. 60s. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So oh, our condolences to our friends in Rozo. And, you know, let's just get to the big thing. Let's get to the big news. Let's do it. Lee Smith, after 29 years, three state championships, 12 state tournaments, out at Eden Prairie. News surfaced. At the end of the season. Yeah, news surfaced yeah. Uh, late Friday afternoon um, that the coach was going to retire. Um, retire. And, and that's what came out. Uh, we tweeted that out at about 5.45 on Friday afternoon. Yeah. Um, and... It was. There's a lot of interesting facts that lead to this story today that I don't think a lot of people know. All all people know is what they saw in the tweet. Maybe there's been some whispers around the rink, but I think there's the story is. It's a long story. Um, Danny, you look like you're going to jump in here really quick. No, I roll well, on this thing. I, I think a lot of people thought that it was voluntary. Yes. Too. Well, we're going to get to that. We're yeah. Get to that. Um. So that's what it appears. Uh, on the Twitter feed, it appears Lee Smith's ready to hang it up. You know, he's done. And then, and that's not really the case. Lee wants to continue to coach. And here are some of the details that lead into where we are on uh, Sunday morning. Um, first of all, anytime you're successful like Eden Prairie has been over the last 20 years, there's going to be, I call, we're going to call these guys the wolves. There's wolves at the door who don't like what Lee is doing, whether it's coaching style or players coming in from other organizations. Don't like the ones, they ones, don't like, they don't ones. Like, they don't like the amount that the top line plays. Whatever it is, yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter. We call these people the wolves because they, they're not happy with the results or whether the playing time or every program has the program. Yeah, every program has wolves. Really? Everyone. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. yeah. Are you In, sure? Including you yours, Carl. That's oh, I didn't that, know that's the most recent wolf packing, right? So now <laughs> the wolves are always at the door. They're always at the door. They're ready to pounce. They're ready to pounce. So this is this has been happening, but the wolves are always kept at bay at arm's length by old athletic director Mike Grant. That he. He was the athletic director for years. He's been gone for two years. There's a new athletic director who's been here for two seasons. Right? Facts? Facts. Right. And Mike Grant yeah. was, like you said, there for a long time. He's the head football coach. He's Bud Grant's son. Mike is yeah. one of the kindest people in Eden Prairie. Really one of the stables of Eden Prairie High School. Sports. Yeah, and, absolutely. And no one, and no one was going to mess with him. No. No, no, no. no. Yeah. He, no one's messing with Lee. So he's kind of protected, right? If I was using mobs terms, he was a he was a made man. Yeah, Lee was made. He was tenured, tenured. So <laughs> this happens. Um, they win their third state championship last year. Um, fast forward to this season, uh, it's going to be a rebuilding year, um, and the season's going great. I think for for, for their what expectations, the- they're cresting up, not down. They're they have a good chance to make it to They're state. Very good. They're number one seed in their reliably section. Reliably number 14. Everywhere. Very reliably yep. number 14. So three weeks ago, I'm going to, how did I term this? I want to make sure I get this right. Three weeks ago, there was some player misconduct in the locker room. Player misconduct that would not get a coach fired. It would get a coach possibly suspended and players suspended. For sure get players suspended. Players, players suspended. Yes, we will get to that. Players suspended, yeah. type of misconduct, and possibly kicked off the team. Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. The players served a two-week suspension because Lee was the head coach of this team, and there was a lot of wolves at the door. I think the AD had to suspend him, too. So if you look closely, 
you're at those games, Lee did not coach for two weeks. Yep. Sticking with the facts. Suspensions play out. Players are back. Lee is back this week. Something happened. Something happened between the suspension serving and Friday. I don't know what that is. That's still a mystery to a lot of people out there. Something happened, and it could have been the Wolves kept pounding harder. Yeah. They weren't satisfied with the two weeks. Or the Star Tribune, their, their, their word of the Star Tribune of knocking at the door. So there's a lot there. But Lee was offered an ultimatum this week, and it was step down immediately or step down at the end of the year. If you watch social media, the players are, are playing to save Coach's job. It's all over social media right now. If you go look at all the mm-hmm. players, now parents are responding via social media. The parents that aren't the Wolves are very upset. They want to pull their kids and the whole deal. Because but somehow they seemed fairly galvanized last night. They beat Edina again for the second time. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, and, and for what we know, like the player misconduct cannot state this enough is player misconduct. It's wasn't coach misconduct. It's at all. not coach no. misconduct. Just they were players under his watch. Yeah, it, it's or, nothing that has not happened before or since in a locker room, probably. No, no, no. And it's funny because some of the Wolves, you know, in this case, they've been a part of this, either as players or coaches and all this stuff. And now they seem to be, you know, coming after him. Yeah. And there's a lot of hypocrisy here that, that, that doesn't seem to get called out uh, in social media. And, uh, I mean, cards on the table, we... We all know Lee here, and there's no secret. And mm-hmm. we, I enjoy Lee's company, you know, because they're some of the most open coaching staffs in the state, and so really they are great to be around because the best, yeah. they they will tell it like it is, and that is nice for us as reporters on this. Yeah, I mean. I'll give you an example. Like, and we don't have to, as reporters, we don't have to be best friends with them. You know, like oh. Kurt Giles and I have had a great <laughs> relationship for four years in Hockey for Life. I probably have like eight sentences spoken with Kurt Giles. <laughs> right? I have you you in for this year? I have yes. eight years of information <laughs> with Lee Smith. It's just there's some staffs more open. We hang out. It's very, very good relationship. And others just there's nothing, but yeah. it doesn't mean that our relationships aren't strong with all these coaches. Yes, but my point is, is like we're still reporting the facts here. I'm not getting an opinion. You know, the facts are three state championships, three runner-ups, twelve turning appearances. He's got a ton of street cred out there as a great coach. However, I would say that this is a, a you know, you, you, we go back to our most listened to podcast ever was Carl and I. 20 minutes after Duluth East, today will have the same impact. It's sad, but true. But but we're getting it out there. Like, this coach did not retire on his own volition. End of yep. story. No yeah. one should think that. And he is one of the most tenured coaches left. You have Lechner, well, Pauly. Yeah. He and Cooch were dead even. Yeah. So Cooch was at 28, and he was 29. So they're yeah. all at yeah. one school. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it's an impressive coach. I mean, say what you want. I had someone say, you know, Lee isn't exactly Scotty Bowman when it comes to X's and O's, but there's no coach who cares more about his players, 
before they get there, while they're there, and after they leave. Yeah, and you see it in the talent he has gotten to stay. Like how many it's of those kids unbelievable. could have left early? So many, unbelievable. And, yeah, I I think he will go down as one of the best talent coaches of all time. You know, with Kyle Rao, with Casey, with Nick Letty, the list really goes on. And then I was really thinking, so he was in, he's won three state championships and was in another, what, three Three. Three finals in 29 years. So every five years that he was coach, he was in the finals. That that was all the last 20. 13 13 years, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. it's been that successful there, in the two, early two thousands. You could start to see it. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's what yeah. I'm saying. He was they were viable in like two thousand two, two thousand three. Yeah, the Greenway you know. game. Yep. So yeah, no, I, I would argue they've been the best. Well, the past past decade, they've been the best program. Like, if not, we Dinah. Yeah, yeah, Dinah. Yeah, yeah, but and they've they challenged a little them. more consistent. Yeah. Yep. Uh, for yeah. sure. For sure. All right. Well, that's it. I just. If, you uh, wanted to hear what really happened. You heard it here first. And there's more stuff that's probably going to happen with this. Yeah. yeah. So stay, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. Because but it's just part of an ongoing saga that we've seen. It seemed to really blow up, you know, obviously over the offseason. Yeah. Randolph and in Lake South and Brainerd. And it's, yeah. And St. And Thomas. It's, it's, yeah. Like, none of these people are perfect. I think we can point to each one of these coaches and say, here's something that they have done wrong. And not just in a blind match way wrong. I mean, there's... You're in a place for 30 years. It's going to be dirt, but it's it's just an epidemic right now, and you just wonder something is broken down in the contract between coaches and parents and schools, and that's something a, is broken. That's a I good love way. that word, Carl. You show yeah. us the contract because there is no contract between it, the. Mm-hmm. It's the a lock. It's social contract. There is no yeah. contract between them, and right now they want a contract between them, and they shouldn't get one. The parents don't deserve a contract. <laughs> Yeah, it, and it, sit in the bleachers and sip it. Mm-hmm. it. It, I think it gets weirder with private schools with that contract idea because they oh, think they're paying they paid for the yeah. school. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go on record right now. There were times when Jake, my son, was at Jefferson, and things were happening with Jeff Linquist that I didn't like, and I yeah. thought, you know what? Shut your mouth, Tony. Let him deal with it, and yeah. let it play itself mm-hmm. out. And it does. It always. Plays itself out the right way, and, and there was a black cloud that followed that for a while. Correct, uh, correct. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with that community, yeah. too, there yeah. was oh, there was wolves. Talk about wolves. There was wolves from the most famous alumni. Yeah, there. Lindquist. My goodness, that guy had wolves everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, it, 2006 <laughs> to 2018, that guy was. He was, was a <laughs> It was like a wolf den over at <laughs> Big. It was bad. Yeah. There goes that bowl cut. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Let's do some top 10. All right. Are we doing A or double A first? Let's. Which one do you want to do first? I don't know. This is where. Let's do A first. Yeah, because it's ugly. I mean, it's a bloodbath. Absolute bloodbath. A A got real bad this week. I'm looking at last week's. Let me see. Look at this. Look at this. Good teams lost. Hermantown, Warroad, Monomedi, Minneapolis, Delano. Little Falls. Yeah. All lost. All lost. Oh, and then Northfield lost, too. Northfield right? lost. North, seven out of top ten lose. Have fun with that. All right, let's go. Are you reading it, Carl? Sure, I can read it. The uh, Carnage. So, <laughs> number one is Hermantown. They lost, but 
Yeah. yeah but their, their loss was on a different level for everybody Completely else. Completely different level. Yeah. <clears throat> Number two, War Road, also not a bad loss. No. No, and yeah. almost they should have beat Moorhead yesterday, yeah. too. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Number three, it's still not a B die who you start God. looking at the team. You start They're nine, bark- nine, and one. Yeah, that, yeah. That's... they have one quality win a while ago against St. Thomas. But that's not a quality quality They're, not... win, quote unquote. It's better than anything anyone else has. Not and, and, and that's yeah. that's the disclaimer, is it's better yeah. than anything else that anybody has. And I'll quiz you guys. Who's going to be in the state semi? Matamita is not. Can someone tell me besides Matamita is going to be there? No. There's no way you can muster no. another uh, team. Other than the two powers right now of War Road and Hermantown, Friday is now looking bleak. If this is the year Delano can make its to the semis, make it to the semis, this is the year. Yes. This is most they, they also might lose in the section quarters. Yes. Yeah. Uh, semis. 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 Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, okay, Carl. <laughs> All right. Keep going. Number four, Delano. And, and this they is, only move up because they had a quality quality loss. A five to two loss to Holy Family, which so not isn't a top twenty-five double A team. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's. But we also don't think that anybody else could do that against Holy Family that we're about to rank. Right. Nope. No. Right. Nope. Nope. And then here is the, where's the bag of sand? Give me that bag of yeah. sand. There's a bag of sand. This is the so bag of sand bag award of sand. goes to. <laughs> Detroit Lakes. Yeah. yeah. Number five. The bag of sand. Fragile number five ever. It, they beat Wadena. <laughs> Six rip. <laughs> but they they've also. Lost to Fergus, they which is uh, uh, they beat Thief River Falls. Thief River Falls is one of these teams right mystery now, team. Mystery, mystery team, team that no question putting up some decent scores against Dangerous. decent teams. Yeah, and yeah. so mystery team. Okay, number six, Alexandria. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Al- okay, Alex will play Little Falls on Monday, I believe. Um, yeah. So that's something we haven't looked at Pickums yet, but that might be one, right? Mm-hmm. Number seven, Northfield. You saw these guys. I Just did. Small commentary. Yeah. Tell me later more about it later, right? Yeah, but I I think that Klutz or uh, K L O T Z. Yeah. Uh, Klutz. Sorry. It not Klutz. Klutz. He's a <laughs> Klutz. Not be a Klutz. <laughs> he is not. He he is. I, I think he's like Mr. Hockey Watchlist type of wow. quality. Yeah, the way he skated out there. Oh. And if you look at his career numbers, he's got really, really good career numbers. That's good to hear. It, it, because he played with Carson um, Vans. Uh, Vans Island? Yeah, yeah, thank you. And so, uh, obviously, he's got skill, and he can keep up with Vans Island. And Vans Island obviously had a great career oh, yeah. uh, at Dorfield. So, anyways, right, I was so impressed anyway. with his play. And then my Minneapolis. So, Passes the eye test for you. But, yes, um, they they definitely did. It, it was a team that could win a first round game. Okay, sure. Eight is Minneapolis. Oof! Why, Carl? Why? <laughs> <laughs> they lost to Breck. God, it's pathetic. And Breck is bad. That, That's end bad. of story. Breck is yeah. bad. Yep. The I'm team that you. otherwise has the best resume of these four through you d- they do. Teams. Yeah. yeah, their wins are phenomenal. Yeah. You know, class 2A phenomenal. Yeah. All right. Number nine, Fergus Falls. 
Yep. Yeah. They didn't move. They didn't lose. No. Yeah. And then yeah. Cambridge comes back in, right? Yeah, the other and, 10 after beating Little Falls. And poor Little Falls. Bag of sand. The bag of sand is gone. Okay, teams on Tell the outside. about the bag of sand. What is the bag of sand, Carl? I mean, Danny. Well, because I said that Little Falls is about as sturdy as a building on sand or something yeah, I like said that. This, I believe I own the sand term, but we all agreed that it's, yeah. just, it's not a firm foundation. It's not a firm foundation. They were like number four or number five, and yeah. they were undefeated. Yeah. We were like, no, no. That's, that's a little and wobbly. Sure enough, I, not in the top ten. I think they're number 11. Then you have Mankato East. You have Thief River Falls that's out there, too. You Got have East Grand Forks with its five wins or whatever. <laughs> yeah, East Grand Forks. You have the... Denfeld after... Uh, ugh, uh, Denfeld yeah. losing to Rockridge. You have everybody in 2A, which yeah. can <laughs> compete with anybody in this state. Correct. The Orono, which is... Orono's a weird team. We haven't mentioned them in a while, but they're no. not bad. No. But, yeah, yeah so, I don't know. It, a is getting kind of weird right, right now. Before we move to double A, I just make one comment about the game, the Little Falls game. The guy counting shots. Did not know how to count shots. He cannot count shots. There were literally over 60 shots on goal in just a, I would just call your average normal game. Might have been 35. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 60 shots. The poor kid putting those shots up on the uh <laughs> The uh, uh-huh. Flyer Media Productions oh, yeah. got blisters putting, you know, hitting the button. The fifth grader doing that because they were all volunteer fifth graders. That's amazing. Yeah. And and what then, a great group. What a great group. Oh, yeah. Uh, Do you imagine if every team had Flyer Media Productions doing their games? They are. How great life would be? Yeah. They are the best, probably going away, uh, a crew that covers any high school sports. They really they are. I hope they stay around for 10 more years. They are awesome. They are super and nice and up there. good broadcasters, too. They are yeah. really good. I, I love the Wadena and Jamie guy. So oh, yeah. He's so good. Like, I've I, now watched enough, and I can't yeah. pick up his tendencies. He comes in and gives the – so the, the, the goal will happen, and then he announces the goal and the assist for every goal Yeah. after. I love it. It's, it's, it's his signature. I, I love it. The only thing he doesn't do now, where's the where's the pizza ranch? The, oh the yeah, where's the pizza wow. p- pizza ranch power play? Yes. Yeah. 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 Did, you, did they get a new sponsor? There's yeah. no. It's blank. It's naked. Let's uh, go, pizza uh, ranch. Man, Come on, cousins. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But they are the best. That was a blast to go up yeah. there. We'll talk about your Roso visit. I would assume pretty yeah, soon. I think we'll but, get there. Um, no, that was that was awesome. Loved it. Why the jersey's behind me? All right, double A. Danny's got a jersey out of that somehow. I fishing. Just all God, that was hilarious. Yeah. Oh me, I, yeah, I do like jerseys. Sure, right <laughs> on the right on the air. It's um, perfect. Why did you? I I don't have over fifty, but you know, yeah. wow. I take one. Man. Sure. Oh, okay. She's pretty. <laughs> all right. What do you got? Anyway, double A. <sighs> This is gonna, number one. CDH. CDH. Creighton. Okay. Does he keep Andover at number no, two? He can't. No, no. He it's got to be Benilde. No, or two is Benilde. Two is Benilde. Yeah, it's got to be. Then is it Hill? Hill is three. Yeah. Hill. Okay. And then. This is where it gets weird. It's it murky. Uh, is it Andover? 
then? No. Maple Grove? No. no. You can't go from not top ten to four. Yeah. Although, well, Carl would, would do it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah, it's Centennial. Just yeah. <laughs> um, I, uh, Rozo? No. Come on. Think of who's here. Lake Southeast. Yeah, Lakeville South. <laughs> but, uh, Dinah, no. Wyzetta. Uh, Wyzetta. Yeah. Oh, there they are. What did they do this week? I don't know. They beat Edina in overtime? 1 0. Oh, yeah. Soccer. They, they barely beat Buffalo. Mm. I know. Yeah. That's a score on the GOP that's yeah. got to be brought up. Yeah, it is. It is. It's got to be brought up. Okay. All right. I'll give you Wyzetta because I think that they're the. I think they're going to win that section. They, Especially after talking the world and Rosal, people are like, they're heavy. They're hard to play. And they, all the things that we've been That's saying all year. Yep. Yeah, why is that? It is heavy, hard to play. You have to be ready for it. It's a triple option type of team. And yeah. If you're not ready, you're, you're going to get trouble. run out. Mm-hmm. All right, so five has got to be Andover. Yeah. They still got uh, enough yeah. quality wins. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the quality there is too good. All right, now this is where this is going to be. Is get it Rosso really... at six? got to be. No. Wow. Okay. okay yeah. What were they last week? Uh, Rosa was seven. Okay, and they didn't lose. They had lost to Wyzetta by one goal, so that's what he's going to do. He's going to be Edina no, but Edina lost to Lake Prairie. No, they're out. Lakeville South. Moorhead. Moorhead tied War Road. Is it Moorhead? No. No. Lakeville South. South. No. Centennial. Maple Grove. Maple, Maple Grove. Grove. Oh, yeah, there it is. God. Best best week they've had. Yeah. <laughs> the whole year. Yeah. yeah. They we'll f- talk about them. I'm sure when we get to the GOP as well. Yeah, I would have thought you'd I had him at seven and Rozo. I, Rozo. I, I, I was flopping those two late into the night last night. Rozo got besides the win over. So what the, else did they nine do? Nine to two over St. Mike. Oh yeah, they, three they, zero they over should the be Crush. Six. They should right. be six. Yeah, I you're think, wrong, Carl. Again, <laughs> you're saying. wrong. You're wrong again. I I saw them both this week, and I'm going by the eye test. Seven is Rozo. Okay. Seven is Rozo. We can get that. Eight. Lakeville South. Eight's Moorhead. Moorhead. Yep. Okay. I'm just looking at last week's and like he can't move yep. them. Yeah. Grand like, Rapids. Grand Rapids is out. gone. Lakeville gone. South moved to nine. No. Oh, wow. that's surprising. Wow. No. They beat. Uh, a, they beat North. Yeah, yeah, and they looked. But that's not really. But North has been good. Yeah, North has been solid. They beat Rosemount yeah. twice last yeah. week. But nine is Edina. Oh, South. oh, they South. oh, oh, God. Uh, oh, I was at the Lakeville South game, too, and they controlled that game except for one mm. little stretch. I wish that, I wish you would have done all year, though. Carl, I wish I wish you would have kicked Edina out because they deserve. Yeah, they after they deserve the it. Here, here's the they thing. They couldn't it. play to number they 14. They play to 14 handicap. They could, they could not. not play. Maybe, that's the litmus test. They made double bogeys all, all day of, long. That's yeah, twice. <laughs> yeah. They, got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine quality wins. Oh, got to bring out the paper. Oh yeah. yeah. So well, yeah. they have. They have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck was that? Oh, oh that's just delicious. That was weird noise. That was, <laughs> that was a weird noise. That was good. That was good. Right? Okay, so that's that's the top ten. That's the news. Well, let's take it away with an interview with War Road head coach, Jay Hardwick. Thank you, Danny. We're joined today with War Road head coach, Jay Hardwick. Jay has coached the Warriors for 10 seasons, including 161 wins, has a great 
playing career with the Warriors uh, on to minor league hockey, college hockey at UMD, and now back coaching the Warriors. It should be a fun interview. How are you doing today, Jay? Very good. Uh, I've seen you way too much this year. Normally it's <laughs> yeah. once a year. I've seen you twice, and I'm like your official jinx. I promise I won't see you again until the state tournament if you're lucky enough to make why, it. Why is that a good thing? Then you're jinxing them at the tourney. Well, that, I have to see them there. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I've been bad luck for them the, for the last two times. Fair. But he won't be He won't be uh, broadcasting or uh, streaming us at the state tournament, so we should be okay. Should okay, be fine. okay, that's should the be jinx. Totally okay. fine, there totally fine. I, I feel, right now, I feel like uh, when Tony streams our games, I feel like the guys that are in double-A and Carl ranks number one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we got our first Carl did. Carl's listening in and doing dishes or something right now, so yeah. we'll, we'll lure him into this interview eventually. Nice work, Jay. Nice yeah. work on that one. Um, so before we uh, get into you know some of the stuff about your team, let's get some background. A lot of people might not know a lot of some of the details about your life and your family. And I'm a big family guy. These guys give me a hard time for that. And yours is great. Um, obviously, your grandfather, Dick Roberts, was the longtime coach there. What is your recollection of Grandpa? What was your relationship with him? And did he bestow any information and any handing down to you? Yeah, I mean, by the time, you know, he was done coaching uh, even before I was born. Right. Yeah. So I never I never got to, you know, witness any of that. But uh, he was always, you know, hockey-wise, he was always there. You know, he would, every year, he would take me to the local hardware store and be like, okay, pick out the skates you want. And, you know, kind of was always there, you know, supporting us and then, and then as I got, when I, when I got into coaching, he was kind of trying to talk me out of it <laughs> because, <laughs> because he knew, you know, he, he'd coached in world and he knew, you know, how it is. So he was, he actually was trying to tell me, are, are you sure you don't want to do something else? And, uh, but, uh, but no, once I, I said, no, I said, I want to coach. And, and then once he knew that it, I was sure I wanted to do it. He was, he was very supportive, um, you know, all the time he would give me, you know, little points here and there and, you know, just little things. And then he would never impose it on me, but he would just say, Hey, you know, just some friendly advice. So it was, uh, it was very good. So when we were working, started our native American project up there, we did an interview with you like halfway through the interview. I said, wait a second. Now your grandpa coached, Henry Boucher, and now you're coaching his grandson, Gabby Boucher. That's kind of cool that the whole that's, that's the cool. life comes oh, full circle, right? Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's that's fun. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's more of I mean, with the whole, just the Marvins alone. I mean, there's a Marvin nephew, niece, cousin, brother <laughs> in every corner of that building every day. Yes. So, um, your family doesn't end with just you and Grandpa. Your sister, I'd like to get her story because she's a she's a total. Win. I mean, she's a beauty. If there's ever been a term beauty, they they came up with Mo. Uh, what was she like? She your younger sister, older sister? What was she like in the whole running around the rink? I bet she has. You got some good stories on her. Oh yeah, she she's younger. I'm the oldest of four kids. Okay. So. Um, she's, it goes me and then my, and then two sisters and then my brother. And yeah, she was just, you know, she'll admit it. She was a, 
a tomboy rink rat, um, you know, just playing hockey and, you know, getting dirty. And, you know, in the summer she'd be playing baseball with the boys and, <laughs> and it was just, she was, she was just an athlete, you know, she just, she just played, she played softball, she played golf, she played hockey and, um, and then, yeah, she, but like you said, she's a beauty and she, uh, she, they called her Mo the shooter because she had a, a big slap shot, you know, when she was younger coming up and, uh, and that's, and, and Cal, that was when Cal used to write his weekly column in the, the paper. So I think he was the one that, that gave her that nickname. And, no way. Whoa. Yeah. That's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. The war road leader. She gets, she gets a name given to her by, you know, you know, Mount Rushmore, you know? Yes. That is, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool. And she's like funny. I mean, it, it, she got all the humor in your family. She had to have. She, she has, she, her, she has zero filter is what, uh, <laughs> is what, you know, like we, I'm probably thinking some of the things that, that she says, but I usually, my filter kicks in and I don't say it. And she usually is the one that says it in our family. Oh, <laughs> uh, she cracks me up. She taught, you know, and you, you and Mo don't necessarily align politically, but man, you guys love oh. each other, which makes, it's a perfect symbol of what our country should be. You and your sister, right? Right. And that's, yeah, we, we definitely don't see eye to eye on some things, but when it comes to hockey, we're, we're on the same page. And family. I mean, she worships your family. I mean, the whole thing, she just thinks it's the greatest. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, uh, yeah, we take, uh, you know, our whole family is, you know, very proud about everything that, that everyone's done. So it's, uh, you know, you can, you can set aside your differences and still, uh, support each other. So that's good. Okay, let's talk about hockey now because this is a hockey show, not a family show, Tony. <laughs> okay, so Jay, you played for the Warriors in high school. Were you a sophomore on the team that won? I was, yes. Okay, so you win. You go back to the tournament, what, third place the next year? Second place. Second, pl- the, yep. second place. Lost in the championship the next year, yeah. Uh, was that Johnny Paul? I was just say it sounds like Johnny Paul. That was Johnny Paul. Yeah, we we beat Red Wing my sophomore year, ten to three in the final, <laughs> and then lost to him my junior year. Okay, so then yep. s- senior year, you guys got to be one of the top ranked teams in the state. You had three losses or two losses going into sections. Yep. So section play, uh, let's talk about that a little bit. So. Uh, you ha- War Road has two main rivals. One is Rozo, which we all know, and the other is East Side. Uh, let's yeah. talk about the East Side rivalry. Yeah, and you know that's kind of you know before you know recently you know I would say now you know everyone knows now that the big rivalry is there. But when like when I was growing up, and even when I was in high school, it was still Rozo because especially when Rozo started out, um, they were still in single A. And uh, they didn't move to double A until my senior year. So it was always us and Rozo. And then I think, you know, when we, when we lost to East Grand Forks um, my senior year, I think that was kind of the, the beginning of, you know, the world East Grand Forks where it, it got, uh, you know, taken to a different level because then, you know, East Grand Forks, that was the first time they'd been to the state tournament in a long time. And, and they started to have some success and uh 
you know, Roseville was in double A, so it wasn't as big of a deal. We didn't have to go through them to, to get to the state tournament. So then it, uh, you know, I would say that that's where the, the rivalry that we have today, I, I would say that's probably where it kind of began a little bit. I would argue, and, and, and your assistant coaches, both of them, have told me that the rivalry with East Side is bigger than it is Roseau. Not even, it it's, it's not even close. It is now, yeah, for sure, because, you know, the – you know, Rosa World is always going to be huge, and yep. it's always going to be the one you know that everyone talks about, especially when the teams are good and you have a packed house and and good games. But uh, but no, I think it, it is true that because we got a, us in East Grand Forks, and you know the they're the section team that you have to beat to you know get to the state tournament so i think that's where it becomes a little bit fiercer because it at, at the end of the season it, it means more well last year it was put on a on the biggest stage in youth hockey when the, your two teams are playing each other in bramar arena for a state right. championship pretty cool you guys didn't get the result but you still got to look back and go that's pretty darn neat having those two teams playing each other for the title yeah and we we saw it right like I went to the state tournament and I look at the bracket and I'm like, Oh geez, we're going to end up playing each side in the final, you know, <laughs> so it was, it was kind of, you know, where you could see it coming because we both knew the the teams that we had and we were kind of like, well, you know, why wouldn't we have to play them in the state championship? So yeah, it was a great game. It was a great game. Yeah. Could have That was one of those could have won either way type games. Y- yes. All right, Danny, more questions for, uh, keeping things in the hockey. Yeah, field. so uh, let's talk about uh, post hockey, uh, high school hockey. So you go, you play down in Fargo, Moorhead. Um, so yep. uh, this is where Tony. Who did he play for? Dave Christian. Oh uh, well, let's start. Who do you play for in high school? In high school, the, Car- the one and only Carrie Eads. Okay, can we get a Carrie Eads story? Just, just, just a uh, little one nugget. I, you know, I don't know if there's. I mean, I could write a book on, you know, everything that, but I still get asked today, you know, from people all over the place. They're like, and they might not even really know who Carrie is. Like they might be a casual hockey fan. And like, I talked to a guy from St. Louis last week and who was originally from Wisconsin. And he was like, did you play for that guy with the mustache? (laughs) (laughs) And his shirt off. Right. Yeah. And, and I said, yep, I did. And, and he, you know, like I said, he was just a casual hockey fan, but he remembered Carrie Eads. And uh, I, uh, you know, the biggest thing that playing for Carrie is, you know, his, that I remember was his intensity. I mean, every single day and it was, you know, he has, he has that look where he could stare a hole through you. If you, you know, he wouldn't even have to say anything. He would just, give you the stare down and you're like oh boy and um but and in and honestly like when I was in high school you know everyone was scared of him and and everyone was kind of you know he was intimidating and and I I didn't realize it you know it kind of took me till I grew up that I was like well he was a really good hockey coach you know but you know he wasn't he wasn't trying to intimidate people and scare people he was just 
really intense and wanted to win hockey games and, and did a really good job. And, you know, when I was 16 years old, I, I didn't have the maturity to understand that. Are you afraid of him still to this day? If you see him, he comes in the rink, you still get a little, (laughs) the hairs go up in the back of your neck. No, he, I mean, he has a presence, but no, now we've, you know, now that we're older and I'm coaching and, I run into him at the rinks and I talk to him on the phone and yeah, we have a, a, a very good relationship and it's, I'm not quite as intimidated as I, I used to be, but it, it's still definitely there because he, you know, there's, there's only one uh, coach Eads. I, I think he really helps with the war road reputation. You know, yeah. I remember when I was in high school, uh, St. Thomas had played the Oshi team and it was, they're in all blacks. You know, it's the gloves are like, they could be wearing two different gloves, you know, type of thing. That was like the whole thing. And they just beat us up and the rep, the toughness reputation that Kerry brought to war road. He did. And he brought that and, and we played that style. You know, they, it was always the, the, the Joe, like, cause we, our goal would every game to be, to have a hundred hits. <laughs> and it was like, we would have, you know, one of the JV players up in the stands with doing stats and he would, he would have the hit chart and he would come in in between periods and, you know, we'd be looking and we'd be like, well, how many hits do I have? You know? And, oh, geez, I better get a couple more. Otherwise I'm going to hear about it tomorrow, you know? And, and that was, you know, we were like, if we go out and get a hundred hits, and just absolutely punish these guys. We're going to win hockey games. And that's the way he wanted us to play. And that's the way we played. And I mean, obviously we, his teams were very successful. So that doesn't happen nowadays. It just no. doesn't happen. No, no there might what, not be 50 hits in an entire game. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's what, you know, Michael played for, for Kerry too. He played, he was a senior when my brother was a sophomore and, right. and, you know, we talk about that where, you know, we're like, we could never do that now. We'd, we'd have 50 <laughs> minutes and penalties if we played the way that we did Correct. in high school. Yeah. So before we get to Scott Sandel, and you had some great tutelage, two of the probably best college hockey players in of all time, Stevie Johnson and Dave Christian were your coaches. Were they just as good of coaches as they were players? Yeah. I mean, it was Dave, you know, when we were in Fargo, we didn't have a very good team. And, but Dave was a very, you know, you could like, I think he still could, cause he would skate with us some days and, and do drills and stuff in practice. And we were like, holy crap, like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this guy should still be playing in the NHL. Right. And, and, uh, you know, Dave was a very, um, like he want, he just let the players play. Like it wasn't, you know, he wasn't like, okay, we're, we're running this system and we're doing this. It was just, you know, we're going to go out and, and play hockey. And, and he kind of expected us to, you know, this is, you guys are playing at at this level. You should know what you're doing and you should go out and play hard and and get it done. And so it was, it it was very different than coach Eads because I was coming from world in a very structured system in a very, you know, this is how we do things. And then, going from that to you know a little bit more unstructured it was I was fine with it because I just kept trying to play the way I did when I was in high school and but I know some guys struggled with it because they you know they were coming from 
you know, they weren't coming from Warro. They were coming from a, a high school program that, you know, probably where they didn't get coaching like I did. And, and they struggled with, you know, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> now, so. when, if I recall when Stevie Johnson and in, in your era of the USHL was a little bit different with, did they have like areas or like high schools that were like banned or like locked into specific USHL programs or was that gone by that time? Yes. No, that was still still in um, play. Okay. So, like, if you were like a Minneapolis kid or like a Woodbury kid, you would you were belong to Madison, and if you were a Warroad kid, you belonged to Lincoln. That kind of stuff, right? Yes, they. I think back then each USHL team had had two high school teams that they could protect. So then, if you were yeah wherever like, and I know at the time um, Rochester had. Warroad and Duluth East. Oh. So I originally, I had went to Rochester's um, camp and then, you know, they were kind of like, yeah, we don't know how you're, how much you're going to play. And I, that didn't sound very appealing to me. So I, I just asked them, I said, well, and a bunch of Warroad guys that I knew were going to Fargo's tryout camp. And I just said, Hey, can I go to Fargo's tryout camp and see if, they'll let me play more than you guys will. And, and they said, yeah, go ahead. And so then I, I made Fargo and, and then they worked out a trade of some sorts. So it, it all worked out for me, but, uh, but yeah, that's what it used to be where USHL teams kind of own certain high school teams. So it was, you know, they, if they got a juggernaut of a high school team, they could have a good pipeline for a long time. And Stevie Johnson, I uh, he he was an, he was an East Side hockey coordinator for years uh, after being in Lincoln. What was what's your recollection of him as a coach? Uh, he was very good, and and you know like it, and it's funny. It seems like all my, um, you know, my high school coach, my junior coaches, my college coach, they were all UND guys. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they all played under, you know, like Gino Gasparini and blaze and, and we're all part of that, you know, that tree. And so, I mean, there was a lot of, there was a lot of similarities between, between all of them, you know, like, like Steve and Lincoln, you know, did a lot of the same things and, and coached a lot of the same way that Kerry did and that, that Sandy did. And so it was, it was easy for me because I was, and, and they were all, you know, kind of hard-nosed guys that expected a lot out of you. And um, it was fine for me because I was used to it, you know. And then and then, obviously playing for Sandy. Um, let's talk about Sandy as a coach and then talk a little bit about some memories of, you know, beating the Gophers and going to the Final Four. Um, I, I've heard so many different versions of Scott Sandel, and I'd love to hear your version of what makes him such a great coach. Yeah. And, and, and it was, you know, I, I got to, it was looking back now, I got to see kind of the, you know, the Scott Sandlin from the beginning to. Yeah. Know, like the early years, now. right? Yes. His first year at UMD was my freshman year. So we, you know, we, it wasn't always national championships and, and glory. I mean, we, we started out at the bottom when I, when I was there, I think my freshman year, we might've won eight or nine games and then by my senior year we're going to the frozen four so I mean that that shows the you know the turnaround that 
that he did there and you know obviously showed that he was a very good good hockey coach and 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 I and it was kind of the same way kind of like with coach Eads where you know when I was dumb and I'm in college and I'm kind of thinking geez you know Sandy's hard on me and you know he geez he expects a lot out of you or whatever and it, it isn't until you know you grow up a little bit and you get a little bit older and you're like geez he was a really good hockey coach you know I learned a lot from him and uh, just the way that he did things and the way that he, he handled you know our team I think uh, you you realize after the fact uh, what a what a good hockey coach he is well, that's pretty. That's pretty neat. Um, so let's walk through beating the Gophers. Um, yes, that has to be because they pounded you in the in the Frozen Five or whatever in St. Paul, and yes. a couple and weeks later, you're putting it to them. Two time national championship, knocking them out of the playoffs. That had to be one of your crowning hockey memories. Yeah, and and the funny thing was, like my my senior year, and because the Gophers. You know, I went through college and I was playing against those teams that were winning national championships and, you know, the the Jordan Leopolds and the Jeff Tafes and the Johnny Poles and Eric Westrom and, you know, the list we could sit here and... Yeah, yeah that's a deep list. Guys. Johnny Weibel. Yeah, and I mean, all those guys. And so, I mean, my first few years of college, they obviously, you know, owned us. I got sick of listening to the you know, the, the song they play after they score every goal. Um, <laughs> yes, it was burned into my memory. But then um, my senior year, we went down there early in the season and, and swept them at Mariucci. And it had been the first time they had been swept at, in Mariucci in I don't know how many years. And it was, you know, we were kind of like, oh, Jesus is kind of a big deal. And it's fun not losing when you go to Mariucci. And then um they came up to the deck later in the year and we swept them again and you know it was another where it was like well this is the first time the bulldogs have went you know four and all against the gophers in you know probably 50 years or whatever and um so we were kind of we kind of had their number and then all of a sudden it got to the the final five and they beat us and you know everyone's like oh you know regular season doesn't mean anything now the now the Gophers are rolling two-time national champs and everyone, I think when we went into the region, everyone had kind of counted us out a little bit. Um, and then we went in the region and we just, we played, I think we beat Michigan state maybe in the first game. And then I think the Gophers might've beaten Notre Dame or somebody like that. And so we're playing in Grand Rapids, Michigan against the Gophers to go to the frozen four and, I just remember, like, what I remember of that game is that how well we played. Um, and, you know, it was it was kind of like we – it was, you know, where you got to play your best hockey at the end of the year, and and we did. And, uh, you know, we were fortunate enough to beat them and, and go to the Frozen Four. And it, it felt pretty good to, to knock off a team like that that was obviously very good. And, I mean, it felt good for me. I was, I was friends with a lot of those guys on the team uh, – you know, I was good friends with Grant Patoni. We had played together in Lincoln. In Lincoln. And, uh, you know, every spring after the, what's what's the thing that goes on at the U? Is it Spring Fest, Spring Jam? Whatever. Oh, yes, yes. And, uh, you know, the spring big. Spring Jam. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
It used to be so Campus like, Carnival when us old people had it, but yeah, yeah. same thing. Yeah. We would, like, half of our, like, probably half or more than half of our team from UMD would, would go down every year for spring jam and, you know, and, and go and see all those guys and party with those guys. So, I mean, we, we all knew each other. So, it's, you know, it's always fun beating your buddies on their hockey rink. So. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. I was on Instagram a couple of years ago, and it's Ryan Paling, Scott Prunovich, and Casey Middlestat in an Instagram post. I'm like, they play for three college hockey teams. They were like world yeah, juniors. That's... And it was all those guys in one picture. I'm like, every one of those guys is a superstar college athlete. Yeah. yeah. Yes. At Spring Jam. It was at Spring yes. Jam. Oh, that's and that's weird. the thing. We would we would go down there and we would run it. It wasn't just the goal. You'd run into guys from Mankato and St. Cloud and right. even North Dakota guys. It was just, it was kind of like, well, geez, you know. Half the WCHA is at Spring Jam. <laughs> yeah, it's convenient location, right? Right in the Twin Cities, right on the U. Right. So, all right. Well, uh, let's, let's talk, talk this year. Let's well, talk this team, right? Do you want to yeah. go into, like, how – I'm just curious on why you moved back to War Road oh. then, too. Because you played juniors oh. down played south. Played pro, pro in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, honest, honestly, it was kind of um, – you know, I, I didn't plan very, we didn't plan very well. We, um, you say we, this college, you and your wife or yeah. Okay. And we kind of like every year we would go and play, I would go play in Texas mostly. And we would go down there for, you know, from September through, you know, April or May or whenever we got knocked out of the, you know, the season was over and then we would turn around and, and drive back to Warroad and, and spend the summer in Warroad and I would work at the golf course and, you know, it was kind of a, a good, we had a good routine and then, you know, we were comfortable with it and we were having fun. And, and then when I got done playing, it was kind of, like I said, we hadn't planned very well. Like we weren't, I w- you know, there was a lot of hockey players I knew. They, you know, they had a plan. They were like, okay, I'm going to play hockey. And then when I get done playing hockey, I'm going to go and, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And we didn't really plan. So we, I got done playing hockey and it was kind of like, well, what should we do now? And I said, well, we'll, we'll go back, we'll go back to world and we'll figure it out. And now 11, 12 years later, we're still, still in world. <laughs> You're still trying to figure it out too, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. How many kids do you have? Four. Four. It seems like every yeah. team, every world team has a hard work on it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's what I told. And I, I have uh, uh, three girls and a boy. And I, when when Abby started playing high school. Um, Your phone is kind of breaking I, up a little bit, Jay. If you can maybe move oh, to a sorry. different room or something. I don't know what, it's yep. just a little bit. Sorry, sorry about that. I had, to, I had to let my dog in. Uh, yeah, reception and war out. Yeah. Yes. But no. You're way better now. Way better now. Okay. When when Abby started playing high school, I was kind of looking at it and going through and figuring out my my daughter's ages. And I told Izzy, I said, Izzy, you do know that for the next 13 years, there'll be a Hardwick on the girls' high school hockey team. (laughs) So. Yeah, it's uh, like you said. There's there's a hard work on a lot of teams in Warroad right now. Yeah, it's great. And your son is on the team, right? Yes, he's a sophomore this year. Okay, well let's let's talk, talk about, about this, this year's team. It, it's 
the best or one of the best war road teams that you have ever coached, um, and you've seen some really good players from Bethune and Roth uh, to Slukinski come through. But let's this is this team is special. It, it really is. It it is, and and it's uh, you know like you said, I've had you know I've been fortunate enough to to have some very good hockey teams um, here in war road. I, I had that team with uh, you know the Roth. Uh, Bethune Sylvester line and uh, you know that was a, a really fun year and and then a couple years ago with uh, when Grant was a was a senior that was a you know that was probably one of the most fun years I've ever had coaching just you know because we kind of ran through the the whole regular season and then you know made it finally got over that hump and and made it back to the state tournament and um you know that was a, a great year and then and then this year you know we're we're still going but uh this year's been a lot of fun and and it's um you know the fun i think the the most the the fun thing for me right now is that you know i i know all these kids and i've you know i've been back in world now long enough where um, I've, I've seen all these kids grow up and actually like the Janelle, your, your buddy, Janelle Reed, who you always, the, <laughs> my bully, my She's a bully, yes, your, your bully. Yes. And, uh, last year she, she asked me, she said, you, do you know, you coached Carson and mites. And I was like, no, I didn't. And she said, no, I have the picture right here. And I was like, Oh, I, I guess I did. And <laughs> the first year that I had the first year that I moved back to world, I, I didn't, I wasn't coaching anything. I was just kind of trying to figure it out. And I was, I was at the rink one day and the mites, tiny mites, they were all out there skating. And I was just like, Oh geez, there's a lot of kids out there and they need some help. And so I just started helping with the mites and I was kind of, I don't know if I ever coached a, a game, but I was always there for the, the practices and I kind of volunteered to be the guy that, you know, they would divide them up into the three, um, you know, sections of the ice and the, the good kids would go at the one end and, and scrimmage and then the middle kids would do whatever in the middle. And then, you know, the kids that could barely stand up were at the one end and I just kind of volunteered to, to take the young kids and the ones that, we're just learning how to skate and, and that's I the just, hardest job on, on the ice. Yeah. And, but I had a blast and I, and then, but and, and like I said, now it's all these kids that were, you know, little kids when I first came back to world, uh, now I'm coaching them on the high school team. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun seeing, uh, you know, progression from, you know, what they were to what they've become and, and and it's it's a lot of fun having a you know all these guys and and the team that we we have. Yeah, I'm going to ask you a question, but before I do, can you maybe move to a different part of the room because you're oh, breaking up yep. a little bit, Morgan? Okay. I'll, I'll 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 get this question while you're moving. I got to get the story because I haven't even asked this question, and I think a lot of people would like to hear it. Is walk through when you found out Damon was coming back to World, and and some of the particulars that went into it because it's such a He's a wonderful player, uh, obviously well-documented his performance, even though in a loss was spectacular on Tuesday night at the Gardens. Talk a little bit about how he came back to the program. Yeah, and, you know, he, he's he been, I mean, because he was in world, obviously, through his youth hockey and yeah. through Pee Wees. And, um, like, I remember, 
I, I remember my, my memory of him when he was in World previous was because we do a, an in-house every spring and fall with uh, the square kids and, and I'm in charge of running that. And I remember telling Damon when he was in squirts because he would, you know, go end to end and score and basically do whatever he wanted because he was, he was that good. And, and then he kind of got to the point where he would go through everybody. And then, you know, instead of scoring, he would peel off into the corner and, you know, try to set somebody else up or, you know, just do whatever. And cause he kind of felt bad about scoring so many goals and, Right. And I, I, I finally, like, I remember telling him, I said, Damon, I said, don't be ashamed of scoring goals. Cause I said, not everybody can do it. And I said, you know, if, if you keep scoring goals like this, you're, you know, hockey's going to be very good to you. And, and I said, just you keep playing and, and let everyone else try to catch up. And, and that was when he was, you know, I don't know, 10 years old. And, and then now this year, so, I mean, he's been, even though he was gone that, you know, I know his dad, you know, still talked to a lot of people in the world and there was still a connection there. And, well, a big um, connection with his sisters and, and Izzy and the whole town. So it's not like he just left. Right. So I think, you know, even though they, they weren't here, there was still the, the communication lines were open and, uh, and he, I know even last year, um, or the year, like, it was kind of like every year, it was like there was always talk of them coming back to World, and it never really worked out. You know, it was, well, no, he's he made Omaha. He's going to go and play in Omaha. And and then that was, you know, the previous year. And and then, then this year it was, you know, there was talk of it again. And, no, he's going to go back to Omaha because – and then – you know, he went to Omaha this year and, and th- things weren't going, you know, as well as I think they thought. And I think it was like they finally decided it was it was time to, to make a change and to, to go back to World. And I, I think, you know, obviously I'm grateful because he's he's been a big, uh, big, uh, a big part of our team this year. But it's I think for him, it's been it's been really good because um just for his development and his um you know the the hockey wise i think you know you once you get into the ushl and you get to some higher levels that you know you you figure out it becomes a business and it it becomes uh hockey's not so so much fun anymore and i think coming back to world he's uh he's it's kind of rejuvenated him where hockey's fun again and it's fun to play with your buddies that you, you grew up with and it's fun to score goals. And I think it's been, been really good for his, his game. That's the one thing I counsel players who need to get to that junior hockey and high school people. I'm like, the minute you get there, you're no, it's even though it's not a financial fiduciary contract, it's still a contract that you're tied to that team and kind of the fun goes away. And it's somewhat like that in college too. I mean, there, your coach gets fired. He, you know, he loses his livelihood. It's, it's a, it's, it's a much like a business high school hockey. There's, I mean, you're not making a lot of money, Jay <laughs> coaching that no. squad. You know, if you lose your job, you don't lose your livelihood, you know, right. walk through that kind of disposition uh, from a high school player versus a junior player. Yeah. And, and that's what, you know, I think, and it's hard. Like sometimes I wish that I was coaching the USHL because it, it's more business-like where you can, 
you know, be a little bit more cutthroat. Know, this is the, yes, cutthroat. Yeah, you know, where if you don't like a player, you you trade them or you go out and find somebody else. And um, you know, there's a lot of things you can do at those higher levels that high school hockey you can't. Uh, high school hockey, it's you get who you get and you got to work with it and uh, you got to make it work. And uh, you know, it's 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 good there because you develop those relationships with the kids and there it's a little bit uh, more personal, I would say, but um, it, it's hard, you know, because sometimes I, I remember, you know, there's, I've had some bad years and there, I remember one year there was, I think we were, we started out the season one and seven and, and one of my buddies said, the wolves goes, came, came knocking, right? Oh. Yeah. And, and I mean, it, we just, we weren't very good and, 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 you know, one of my buddies said, well, geez, if you're one in seven, if you were in the NHL, you know, you would get fired. <laughs> and I, I said, yeah, I said, but if I was in the NHL, I would have picked a different team. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or if I was in the NHL, I would have cut your kid. You know? Right. Yes. And exactly. I, I'm like, I would have, I would have went out and found a lot of different players than, than what I have right now. So, I mean, it's, it, you, it's kind of the yin and the yang where you got to work with it and, uh, but no, I, I love doing it, and uh, it's what makes me get out of bed every morning. So, well, we loved having you on. We sh- we could go for hours and hours more, but the uh, we got to get on to some games of the past year. Thanks for joining us today, Jay. Yes, no, anytime. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, you know, I can I can now I can say uh, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Hardwick, Warroad High School coach. It's always fun to have a first-time caller, long-time listener on the show. Yeah, he was uh, very good. I wish his reception yep. his reception got a little bit fuzzy there. But, you know, when uh, you're next to the Canadian border, things get fuzzy. When I, I, I thought he was on a train. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was on yes. a train. When I went up there last summer, and I went over to International Falls to interview a girl and do some stuff, and I drove from International Falls over to Warroad, I, three different times I was welcome to Canada on my cell phone plan. Really? Yes. <laughs> yep. I was in I was, Indus, actually, where, where Lauren Nelson is from. In yeah. I did not stop in Indus, but that's where I was welcome mm-hmm. to Canada. I was like, what? I, I almost got a Lake of the Woods jersey this Oof. week. It, but they were bantam. And it was just nah, like, you can't do it. Jake played against those guys. Those are all, only high school. It's not a they, good they look. Bad. It's a bad yeah. look. Oh, put the Polar jersey back in the frame, Tony. Oh, sorry. Right there. You okay, there we go. I, I like the way it looks better here. Okay, fine. Um, anyways, we got some games of the past that don't include Lake of the Woods or North St. Paul. <laughs> so let me get to that. Definitely not North St. Paul. This was a weird, weird um, week of games. I the only way I would describe it is these teams were not as good as we thought they were. Right, um, and I I would call Thursday a bloodbath. Thursday, yeah, that was a red wedding, Game of Thrones. It was bad. Yeah, it was it bad. Was bad. Um, so let me get started here. Elk River four, Bemidji three, for the. That's a weird score. It, it doesn't no, mean about what I expect. I would expect maybe one or two goals. I, I think Carl it shouldn't be that close. It yeah. shouldn't be that close. Is okay. my stance on that? All right. Okay. So that's that's going to be. I don't th- think of Elk River as like an offensive powerhouse. I get that, but it shouldn't be that close when Bemidji is like the seven eight and Elk is a firm four right yeah. now. They're, Who knows they're, what they're, the, they're locked at three. 
They're locked at three. Thank you. Yep. With being locked at three, you shouldn't be that close to Bemidji. Okay, okay so All that right. that's going to be kind of the theme of the week is you shouldn't be there. Okay? I just, can I remind you what Bemidji did to Moorhead last year in the section playoffs? Yeah, took them in overtime. We both watched it's, that. It's, it's That section is anything yep. goes. It, and we'll talk about another We're team. we get to Buffalo here later. Yep, we'll get to them. Okay, Hermantown 6, East Grand Forks 2, predictable. I can understand yeah, that. I think it was six rip at one point, wasn't it? Yeah, it could have been. Uh, I, it wasn't close. It wasn't close, close, which is what Max, I expected. Max Plant's doing the gritty after one of his goals. I saw that. I'm like, wow. Well, stat, you know, the Hermantown East Grand turned into a stats game. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's really weird. Um, okay, Hill Murray 4, Minnetonka 2. Mm-hmm. That's closer than I thought it would be. Uh, again, Hill Murray's not an offensive is. juggernaut. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I watched him yesterday. That's not an offensive machine. They're going to beat you 3 to 1. Never has been. Um yeah. Lakeville North 3, Rosemount 0 in the first of a back-to-back that is not love planned. It. I love that. No, so, this was a makeup. Yeah. This was a makeup. Okay, thank you, yeah. Carl. So they had two games this week. We'll get to they the had next three one. Three games this week. They had a tough week. But, yeah, North did. Yes. North. Carl Oh, you said but. <laughs> you said but. Well, so. high-quality high programming there. Yep. Okay, first of the Buffalo scores, Buffalo 3, Sartell 2, overtime. You're, that's your Sartell right there. Yeah, Sartell is my interweaving member of society. Class here. A casino. Oh, that's right. They're not Class A anymore. <laughs> I know it doesn't mean anything, Carl, but it's just one of those scores. One of those litmus teams. Um, Grand Rapids 3, Brainerd 1. Rapids, you are better than this. You are yeah. better than this. Yeah, or Brainerd's I, getting I've better. Seen Brainerd. It, or Brainerd's getting better. I believe Carl here. <laughs> or Brainerd's getting better. Okay. Okay. Again, one of those weird scores. Little Falls four, Thief River Falls three. This goes to Thief River Falls scary team. Yeah. I, this this one I'll buy. I'm buying this. I really, really? do buy really, I, really. Yeah. Now Tony doesn't. What? Uh, come okay. on. Seriously, do you think that Thief is gonna give gi- gonna give Bago Sand? Bago Sand. Yeah, yeah, but that's a difference. We're talking a five A oh. team and an eight A team. Like, there's a huge chasm between five A and and eight A. Warroad yeah. is gonna pump Thief. Well, yeah, but that's Warroad. I'm just saying, Thief is. Could be a top ten team. Thief could be in the section final. Is all we're saying. Oh, don't no argument here. But it's not yeah. going to be close. Yeah, no, it won't no. be close. I think the four teams in that section, three through uh, one through two through four, sorry, are, are close. Are close. Agree with that. DL, EGF, and TRF, all a mixed bag. Yes. Um, Northfield four. Mankato East three in overtime. That's a good game. With aren't you glad you went? I'm very happy I went. It, yeah. it told me a lot about both of these squads. One, Mankato East goaltender was not playing in this game. Okay, out with COVID still. All right. Okay, um, and then or sick, whatever. Um, and then really, I was impressed with Northfield. Yeah, I'm very impressed by the eye test of Northfield. I thought Mankato East played very well, but there were stretches of this game that Northfield was in more control too. We hate I told you so's on this show, but 
Didn't I say at the beginning of the year that Northfield was a top 10 team and you guys both yeah. scoffed at me? I, Come on, let's hear it. You Tony, were right. You were right. Yeah, yeah we'll get to one we of those did. other teams that you thought was a top 10 <laughs> team. and so uh, Really? Who? Or didn't play to a top 10 performance. Who? Uh, the Breck game. Oh, yeah, but I never pumped Minneapolis okay. at the beginning of the year. I'm just saying. Moving on. It's the difference between loving a team because that's where you grew up uh, and a, then calling out a team for the quality they are. Northfield's top line of Kaiser, Munson, and Klotz. 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 Yeah. Uh, that's go. a really good top line. That's a top line that can make it to Friday, in my opinion. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are for, they going to? Maybe. Can they get to the 4-5? Because if they're in the... <sighs> that's where... Well, and, you know what? Just, they've beaten Matamidi before. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. beat yeah. so that's the turning. They get a 6 yeah, so just they, avoid the top two. The top two ain't gonna beat the top two. Ain't gonna beat the top two, but Mankato East and Northfield could be Monomedi, is my stance. Absolutely. Uh, but the Oh, t- could you imagine seeing Mankato East on Friday? That's a running time game against the top two. Oh. Who cares? No, yeah, just a, but it's, it's cool. An achievement for their program. Oh, it's a huge achievement, and I think they can do it. I yeah. definitely think they can do it. Yeah. But again, how much cougar juice would be poured on that Friday? We'd be drowning in juice. We'd be drowned. Drowned in juice. Drunken in Mc- juice. McGovern's would make a drink <laughs> called cougar juice. I would. Juice. Yes. I would open a bar myself and just sell cougar juice. Yeah, we should. That should be like. Make you know, its own drink. drink. Yeah. We'll, we'll make a recipe. I, I assume yeah. that involves a lot of grenadine. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Or Gatorade. Or Gatorade. Gatorade mixed with grenadine. Yes. Yeah. And your choice of <laughs> vodka. Tito's. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Roso four War Road 3. You were there. Is that a good game? I don't know. Did you guys watch it? Well, I was at the oh, other game. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I was at Northfield. Yeah. So. Oh, Carl, what did I you think of the game? Yeah, I thought it was an excellent game. Like, two really good, fun team to watch. And- yeah, it was back and forth, and I, yeah, I, th- I thought Rose. Was, you could clear they, you could see that they came out wanting to avenge the the previous meeting. Yeah, yeah. obviously, I think it was elite. It was one of those one goal tie, one goal tie mm-hmm. type games. Sure. No one sure. ever got a two goal lead. No one really blew it. Uh, at the end of the game, you know, a lot of handshakes. You know, they call this a rivalry, right? When I think of a rivalry, I think they want to beat the crap out of each other in the hallway. There is none of that going on. A little bit of we can't hear you, that kind of stuff, but nothing, not a fierce rivalry. It's not the east east side rivalry, as we talked with Hardo. And the only trouble with the east side world rivalry, and we talked about earlier with Hardo, is they're so far apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't play each other. On the weekends, they don't. Yeah. You know, yeah, they they're don't not twenty minutes fans. apart, yeah. right? Yeah. Like so, when Warl goes down to East Side, they bring a good truckload of fans, but it's not packed in there. And then yeah, when, we've been to that game. You know what I mean? When they come up there, it's not packed in there. It's 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 a little bit more heated rivalry, I would think, between the two. Sure. Um, very friendly rivalry. They want to win. Um, so it was a for me, it was a fantastic trip. I'll, I'll give you one sidebar. Uh, go to Izzy's after the game. And there's Izzy, David Marvin, um, and why does uh, where's Izzy's nickname come I'll from? I'll get that for you. That's a good question. I okay. don't have the answer. Okay. Um, mm. So it's it's Izzy, um, 
Jason Herter, his college roommate and buddy, huh. Western Michigan coach. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Dean Grillo, Chuck Grillo's son. He's an agent. I'm assuming he's an agent for probably Shaga Bay or Gardner or something. Sure. Just, I didn't really ask the transaction. So he's there. Imagine, and he's also TJ Oshie's agent, oh. right? Okay. So, well, it gets better. The, the the head coach or assistant coach for the Wilderness is there. Shane Fukushima is there, the longtime uh, head coach and uh, coach for the Waterloo Blackhawks and Shane's dad, of course, because you always need your dad along with you on these uh, trips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. And it, and and me and Jazzy. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most hodgepodge ever. And of course, we don't get to bed until two thirty in the morning. Oh yeah, you know? it's and I a, gotta get up the next day and hoof it back to the cities. That's you know, a good night to do yeah. the girls' pod the next day. So it was it was a great experience broadcasting in there. Cannon was my you guys met Cannon. Yep. Yeah, he was my guy doing the camera for camera for us. I offered him a, a, a tidy sum for a high school kid to do it, and <laughs> he almost cried that I gave him so much money. He's so, just the nicest kid <laughs> on the nice. planet. Yeah, he was awesome. He you was know, hilarious. Nice kid, my God. I hope he's. A, I hope he makes varsity someday and plays, and we can. We'll call see him a goal in March, him. probably. Yeah, we'll see him. So he's a JV kid. So okay, good okay. kid. My goodness. Uh, but overall, good game. Did did Max Strand stand out to you? As uh, you know, we look at his numbers, and they're Mister Hockey type are, enough. Is he a finalist? Uh, yeah, amazing. And obviously, if you watch the the Bo, the Bufflin video, the the person talking to about Thor, that was Max. Oh, really? That's his voice. Yeah. Oh, so, so yeah, there's sound to the player profile videos as well. It, yeah. Okay, because I've been watching them in rinks. Oh, no, there's great sound to them. Okay, uh, sorry. The, the Damon one has my voiceover on his goal calls. Uh, my goal calls are over them, and they're good. They're good. Okay. Thor's blew up. It's at like 40,000 on TikTok right it, now. Those are viral. so, so cool. I wish I had something to do with it other than showing up. Jazzy yeah. is a master. He really it's, he is a it's, master. It's really it's like a college watch. football like game day type of quality. Oh, it's so good. It it's so, so cool. Good. It's so good. Um, so yeah, Max didn't he didn't point up. I don't think um, in those games, but he definitely changes the game. Okay, sure. I, it's just he's a game it's Something I gotta ask yeah. because Ernest had a great night. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, he's very fast. Bob Motzko was there, but didn't make the Izzy's. But he was there watching mm-hmm. several players as well. So that's what that was the, like a who's who that night at the at the uh, event. Uh, that that's game. what makes that game cool. It was, it was super it is cool. people all over the state, all over the country that needed to recruit players are there watching. And I can't tell you how many people when I'm there, like, did you take the Marvin Jet up today? I'm like. No, I didn't. I drove. Uh. And part of it is I've been on the Marvin Jet for the, when I did the girls game up there. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan. That thing Small scares them. It scares yeah, me. I just, you know, I literally the entire flight up and back, I'm like, Paul Wellstone, Paul Wellstone, <laughs> Paul Wellstone. <laughs> I've been, I, I went on like a, a 
little like prop from Carney, Nebraska, or yeah. from Denver to Carney, oh. Nebraska. And, no, those are not no, no. fun. No, thank you. Hey, we need you to sit on this color. side. Right, yeah. Can you put your bag over here? But mm. your body there? What? No. Yeah. How much <laughs> do you weigh? <laughs> be honest. They do. They ask you that kind of stuff. I know. And it's like, I don't yeah. need to be on a plane that no, they no, need no. to Get know. Get on the scale. I don't believe you. Get on the scale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm not going on. There's a joke about that. I've heard a stand-up comedian say that. Like, I don't want to go on that plane with that lady <laughs> that wants to lie about it. Yeah. Um, okay. One, um, did anybody ask where Carl was? Uh, no, but somebody asked where Danny was. Oh, that's new. Oh. So that was funny. That um, I'm trying to think when did. Oh, no. I called Michael Tweet on my way up saying, hey, can you help me get a camera guy? So yeah. Jazzy doesn't have to move the arm back and forth, and he can do his thing. Get his do thing, it. right? So yeah. um, he's like, "Yeah, no problem. I think Cannon will do it." Blah blah blah. Yeah. But in the conversation, word for word, he had not listened to the pod yet. Says, "Are you bringing Danny with?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "No." Did you listen to the pod? He goes, "No." But then, of course, while I'm there. Every person who listens to the pod, that's the code, you know. Is Danny coming? Where's Carl? You know, all of that. So it's I, – I, I, they get the joke. It's good. I yeah. had a – I was walking down the hill um, in Lakeville on oh, Friday. Yeah. The dreaded hill. And so I turned to this guy who's behind me, and I go, how much do we have to donate to the Lakeville Hockey Association to get a parking spot up here? Yeah. And he goes, oh, you're a youth hockey hub guy. I listen yeah. to your stuff all the time. That's good. Is anybody else coming? <laughs> nope. No. Just no. me. Just me. Stuck with Danny. Uh, anyway, so that was kind of funny. Um, Next okay. game. Next game. Centennial 3, Duluth East 2. I, okay, you're wearing a Hounds hat, Carl. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm ripping Hound stuff again. Quality loss? Quality loss. They, they lead the, the world in quality losses this year. <laughs> Sartell leads the world yeah. in quality Wednesday. losses. It was a weird Wednesday game. Yeah. Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday, right. 530. Yeah. yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. All right. Yeah, but East is coming along a little bit. It, that's all that needs to be said about East. Okay. Look at a little shoulder yep. shrug. But then the next day, this is where it gets weird for Centennial. It's like Centennial it's Thursday, wide. man. Thursday. Thursday was a bloodbath. Here we go. Centennial 9, Blaine 1. Unbelievable! Like how how do you bounce back day next day in nine one Blaine a true rival to yes huge yeah. rival They're not different sections now though but it doesn't matter those that's teams a big win that's a big yeah. win they know each other well growing up they know each other well that's a big win yep District ten battle okay Breck four Minneapolis this three the, to me this is the biggest upset of the week. I almost put the Washburn jersey behind Tony this week because of that. <laughs> but, I mean, like, this is like, this is the head-scratcher of head-scratchers. And I think the close games caught up to Minneapolis finally. Right. And, and we saw that with another team on Saturday where close games caught up to them. Yep. And it happens. And it's whether or not that this team can rebound off of that or not. Because sometimes when you get punched, when close games but, you can't but Joe Dietzik said these guys are hockey players you know they, they I, and that's what and I'm and holding I, that's on what to I'm holding on to as well I'm just going with that I, I think that they make it to the semifinals section of, semis section semis I think they're gonna make it to the section final it's just the 2a is such a grab bag 
of game. I know. Mm-hmm. I think they'll make the section final. Okay. Andover five to two over Elk River. That's a good win. That's that's fine. There's it's just yeah, worth on that yeah. One. It's just worth noting. It's a good yeah. win. Hutchinson four Southwest Christian three in overtime. Hutch also beat on Tuesday Litch. Okay, so I didn't note that, but it's just this is a two. Yeah. Hutch is moving into that four or five seven. Yeah. I think they're seven. Six, seven. They play Minneapolis on Monday. Yeah, and that's a revenge blood game. Bath. That's a revenge game. Yeah. We're going to learn a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're going to learn a lot. Social media revenge game. Yeah. the This might be a Pine County situation. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, just Pine City? Pine City. No, like Pine, Pine County, County, Pine City situation in the stands. That's all I'm saying. No. Yeah. Hey, tell you what. I don't know if I – I think the uh, – I think I wouldn't mess with Hutchinson fans. Let's put it that way. Well, I, I would argue that Minneapolis might want to do that. Yeah. Um, okay, another bloodbath. Rockridge, six. Duluth, yeah. Denfeld, two. It Ooh. is about time. It is about time. I, I think Carl put it correctly. Denfeld had no quality wins against good opponents, mm-hmm. and this finally caught up to them. Yeah. Carl? You know, they're... They're a team that has what about four good forwards, one good D, and that's that's about it. And you know they've got a couple of kids who can score, but they're just you know they they have not advanced the way we thought they could. They're not really a contender. They're maybe a three seed in the section now. Yeah, yeah. Is Rockridge the two? It could be, <laughs> could be, which is crazy. Oh, the radioactive rats! Yeah, yeah. That'll get there, but but they're they're playing like it right now. They yeah. are. They are. They're playing decent hockey. Um, St. Louis Park two, Hopkins one. Okay. No team should play Hopkins to a one goal game if you're a double A opponent. Yes, yeah. I know. I'm getting the spin, Carl. But then Hopkins got fourteen nothing by Tonka. By Tonka. I know that's a spin, Carl. But it's it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, this is. Carl still thinks that he's uh, a fan of Duluth East 2015. Yeah. He needs to realize that your team has got, like, two wins. Yeah, exactly. Four. 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 And I gave you guys love today. And this is how you treat me. Okay. I see how it is. Can you recite the four wins, like, from without looking? Moundsview. 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 Brainerd. And Rockridge. Rockery. Wow. Uh, what a deep resume. Yeah. So good. Deep. Best four win team in the state. Uh, Yzetta won Edina zero overtime. This is a boring game. I would rather. Oh my gosh. I could get kicked off the show for this. I would rather. <laughs> Would rather I would rather watch it. old people <laughs> <laughs> play hockey. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Um, yeah, Oof. but it solidifies why is that as the number one seed? If oh, if, if they if they they have another meeting, if they win that one, they are. Yes. What about Benilde? They lost they to Wyzetta. What was that a one? Right? Yeah. 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 Then they're the one. Yeah. I don't think it matters. Yeah. They beat Edina twice. 
No, he done no, it once. Once. So, so yeah, they got to beat him. They got to beat him. And Benilde beat Edina yep. in the only yeah. matchup. Yeah. I, think now, ben, I think Benilde is it if Edina wins. Yes. Yeah. The third beating. And yeah. Benilde's going to cry foul. I'm guessing, you know, because there's like five public schools and three privates. I bet you the I bet you the publics will, you know, yeah. knock out Benilde in this case. Yes. I What I look at this and I say that that section fi- uh, semifinal between Edina and Benilde would be a fun section final. Yeah, though. that's, that's a game on That's Saturday. a big, yeah. right? Yeah, big. Yeah, great. That's that's the takeaway from this game. Is that that's good a news possibility. is Benilde is in it, and Benilde doesn't have a public school fan base. That's yes. the good news. Yes, I mean I'm not saying that it won't be full, but it won't be Wyzetta Edina full. Correct. Correct. That's oh, all I'm saying. Yeah. I've been to that game before, and I'm never going to it ever again at Big. It's just too hard. Mm -hmm. You can't. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. Big is a great venue, but the high glass has really changed how big sight lines work. You just can't get in and see it. Um, And a St. Thomas Academy highlight, St. Thomas 4, Prior Lake 2. Yeah. Did you go to that game? No, I did not. All right. There's no point to go to that game. I went up to um, interesting. Li- no, Will Scan didn't. Speaking of St. Thomas, didn't play yesterday. Did he? I did didn't not, look. He was not in the lineup. He, w- he I saw that as well. He was not in the lineup right. yesterday. Keep I didn't an know. eye on that. That's a really important. Scahan is an important yeah. figure yeah. in St. Thomas. And so if it's an injury and he's out for the year, that's really. And Nagel is trouble. not back. Not yet. Okay, so yet. that that's when he also- comes back, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a text. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, From like seven different people. True. In a big 1A matchup, Northfield 9, Albert Lee 4. Yep. They are the cream of the crop in 1A right now. Wasn't Albert Lee in someone's top 10 at some point? They were. Thank they you. were. A top it's 10. that hard. It's not that hard. Top 10 teams don't get 9, nine spotted. It's just not that hard. Um, Alexandria... Two Sock Rapids Rice one. You the wanted to storm. knock them out. You want to knock them down for a win, didn't I, you? I want uh, the Sock Rapids team has five wins. I know, but still, Minneapolis lost to Breck. I, Little Falls lost to Cambridge. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody had bad losses. We They're couldn't move them down. Them. Put it this way, Alex, we're watching you, but you should have been knocked down. But there was so much carnage. Yeah. In the uh, mash unit that you got saved. Yeah, that's that's the only saving grace for you. Um, moving on, Cambridge four, Little Falls three overtime. I one takeaway from this game is the refs were um, from Little Falls, played for Little Falls. Yeah, uh, kids, kids played for Little Falls. They weren't black and white stripes. It was purple and white stripes. It was purple. Uh, it was maybe, all purple. Maybe a little yellow in there. Yeah. Uh, it, it we was, ran into that in the Alex game. Yeah, it was really weird. Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. And the yeah, and it, it, so it, the Cambridge bench lost their mind several times on yeah. that too, <laughs> and understandably, but you still Where have did you to watch the game. Were you up? I was Talk in the crow's nest, yeah. Right. Yeah, so I was I was great there. view from there. Um, one of the takeaways is Jackson Seibel is a really, really good goaltender. He's not as good as the saves say because the saves were not accurate to the right. shots, but he is really good. He is the heart and soul of this team. As a freshman. 
as a freshman. He was wearing his brother's Aberdeen pads, which was really, really cool. Yeah. And helmet, too. Really? Yeah. Because I was like, hmm. why is he wearing red stuff? I'm like, if I know anything, he is from Cambridge Isanti. Yeah. And then I was like, wait. And so then I Googled his brother, and that's where I found that. And his brother's 6'2". He's not 6'2", so wow. I don't know how those pads are fitting, but it's interesting. It's the way it works. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I thought Cambridge was a very good team. They will cause chaos if they need to. Can If they make it to the state tournament, can they? No. Um, they can't. No. I don't no. think they win. Top down. They don't win a first-round game. They don't win a first-round game. They're they can good. make it to state. Have they ever been to state before? I'd love to see that. No. I don't, I don't think the they The Blue Jackets. Uh, I they might have been in like a. Well, they would be okay, in Okay, Carl, you, you look this up. Yes, they, they, they went to the Tier 2. Okay. Oh, come on. So in a, they that, won in yep. a made-up uh, tournament, count. okay, no, yep. where Rosemount was in the that's final. And that's Rosemount's lone yeah, claim they're, they're to the state tournament. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That doesn't count either. So With New Ulm and Greenway and Alexandria and Orono and, and Minneapolis, Roosevelt. Yeah, it does yeah. not count. So I, I, I would say I, I'm a big fan of um, Cambridge just because they won, but Hayden Johnson – Philpi, they're very That's good. good line. That's a good line. George th- Moore on D is really good. George Moore is really good. I, it's just a team that having a loss like that, I think will open them up a little bit better too. Yeah. Well, Carl, you can't see on your camera, but uh, we have an early entrant. I'll go to the oh. camera right there. We have an early entrant to the show. <laughs> He'll be joining us much later. But uh, Barrett, how are you doing today? Oh, I got it. Now see. There we go. <laughs> Barrett, How are you Barrett Hall is Good. here. He's going to be on the show. We'll do an interview with him later. Barrett, feel free to chime in. We're just talking about games last week that we saw or we're keeping an eye on. We're about two thirds of the way through. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. Thursday, Friday-ish right now. Okay. And there was yeah. a Thursday was a bloodbath. Yeah. A lot of upsets. And so we're getting through that right now, um, including this one: Hastings four, Matamidi three. That one's Hastings. weird. Just keeps rolling. Yeah. Yeah. That a real interesting puts them in an interesting predicament in one double A because they do play Lakeville North later in the year. Yeah, February eleventh. Thir- Thirteen wins in a row. Or s- yeah. s- February seventeenth. Thirteen, 13 wins, wins in a row. row. Yeah. Wow. Did they crack the top twenty five, Carl? They did. Yep. Okay. 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 Um interesting. Um uh, now I do want to ask Ben Dardis. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did haven't you ever seen. Go to, did he ever go to your school? Yeah, he did. I yeah. think it was his eighth grade year. He was. Yeah, he was a gentry. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I haven't really seen him a whole lot since then. But and you didn't play but, them. But you, you played them in you, sections. Yeah, in you, sections you, last yeah. Year, yeah, and the year before, I would think, right? Too. Uh, two years before that. So we. Okay. Yeah, we played them. It would have been my freshman year, and then last year for me. So how yeah. good is he? Always oh, amazing. Okay. Yeah, he's <laughs> really good. Especially for his size, because he's not big whatsoever. <laughs> no. Like, <Yeah. laughs> like, you look at, like, other top goalies, and they're all huge. Thick, yeah. big, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and the other thing that people don't know about being a bigger goalie, you're obviously stronger. You can carry more equipment. Exactly. Obviously, the smaller you are, yeah, you can't carry as big smaller. Equipment. Yeah, you can't carry thing. the heavier yeah. equipment. So, yeah. like, the disadvantages, <laughs> the advantages just keep growing for the bigger exactly. goalies. Yeah. So. Anyways, so that was, that's a weird score. In the... 
Second Lakeville North Rosemount game, Lakeville North four to one. So a three goal win again. I think that tells me a lot about Rosemount. Yeah, and you grew yep. up with a lot of those Rosemount kids. Tell me what makes Rosemount click. You know, you know a lot of these kids from S and T cattle days, right? Yeah, yeah. I and mean, Lakeville too. Yeah, like I mean, I played at Eastview growing yeah. up and I mean we'd always play against Rosemount and stuff and it's all the same guys. I mean, they've been playing with each other for a long time, so they've been just clicking forever. And even in the summer, like AAA stuff, they're all playing together. Yeah, I think that's Tom just, Chicago. Yeah, probably. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's such like translated in. Holy Family Five Delano Two. Again, we mentioned this score earlier. Mm-hmm. It's a quality loss ish. Delano's JV one. I did see that, which I thought was interesting. But right again, don't learn much from this game. Nope, no. They lost to him before. Oh, Carl, right. you should be doing this right yeah, now. Yeah, that's where again. that's where keep the moving, spinning wheel is coming in. So every time I do that, you end up taking longer because you complain about me doing this. Okay, wheel. okay. okay. Um, Gentry wheel. five, Denfeld three. That was up there, wasn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah, okay. Duluth. And late surge that did it too. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were up three two with like five minutes yep. left. Oh wow! Seriously? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. We were just destroying Denfeld about five minutes ago before you walked in. <laughs> yeah, definitely not our best game of the year, but we we picked it up at the end. So yeah, because you running timed them the first time. Yeah, right? it was like nine to two. Yeah. That's a hard yeah. game, then, right? Yeah. To play them the second time, how do you get up? What are you playing for? Exactly. You know? Yeah, I mean, and we know that going into that game, uh, they were a completely different team. I mean, the first game of the year, we waxed them. And then yeah. they had some good games that they had won leading into this past one. So we knew that they were going to be better. But we mm-hmm. we definitely dropped the ball in the first two periods for sure. Okay. Right, this is good the, stuff. This, this is com- we have in in. Games of the past commentary. We've never had this before. I'm going to ask you about your schedule later. Yeah. Just because you play so many two-timers, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and it's yeah. worth asking with that. Okay. Um, game I was at, Lakeville South 3, Lakeville North 0. Lakeville South, for how good they are, and they are very, very good, they cannot score right now. Yeah. Which is baffling for a team with Lidke and Doms and yeah. and like how. Yeah, that Ashton Doms is a second line player and grinding. Oh, up. Yeah, the, the, he right. is grinding and he is playing super well. They just can't score. The, and it's it's weird. All their shots were center chest, center chest, pads, center chest, center chest, pads. It was yeah. like just like you have the skill, and it was confusing. And that's been my kind of. So they, do they point. dominate North? Yeah. You, ever, yeah, you they, don't get the sense that North could beat them. I do only if North is able to pop some in. Yeah, well, bring Barrier. They played yeah. North. I was you at know, the you overtime know the game. South Suburban probably as well as anybody because you grew up with those kids. Who do you do you think North could ever beat South? Um, I don't know. I I think they could. I mean, I feel like they play a different game than than South. I feel like they kind of play a little more gritty. Yeah, than South. South's got a lot of skill guys. South yeah. has a lot of That's skill guys. And their skill guys are grinding right now, and I think that they just need to open up more. because. It, it, but that leaves you more exposed. Mm-hmm. But I think it, the more they open up, they have great talent top to bottom. Yeah. And, and their goalie's good. Everything's good there. Right. But, you know, win game 6 nothing is my stance on them right now. Right. All right. Uh, how, many, how many more have we got? A lot. All right. <laughs> Keep going. Maple Grove, 8 Rapids four, 
this that's this was a head scratcher. Yeah. Yeah. Where did Maple Grove come from? I don't know. Yeah. We literally put them in the trash and just set them out for the yeah trash man to come. And yeah. now they're back. And then no, they, they left the trash, the and it was like a holiday or something. Yeah, they're, they're back. in that dumpster, dumpster and pulling them out. <laughs> yeah. Pulled them right back out. I, I don't get this score. Either they stopped passing finally and started shooting. Yeah. Uh, or what? I don't know. We'll get to the Hermantown game in a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah. Um, but this was a surprise. It was definitely a surprise to see Rapids not hang with them. I this, these are two teams that will, won't play Gentry, so we could just move on from yes. there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rosso 9, St. Michael Elberville 2. Whooping. Schlacked. Whooping. You know, Ram steamroller. But then the Rams steamroller to the opposite of Centennial, just, and they did 3 nothing. Oh. The, they just pumped the brakes on their way home. Yeah, 3 nothing over St. Cloud it's regular. Long, it's uphill yeah. going back home. That's tiring. <laughs> it's tiring. <laughs> they hit the pool hard, I guess. I don't know. They're <laughs> like, at the Holiday Inn. Did you ever stay there? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, the Holiday Inn with the basketball court. <laughs> That's probably what they did on Friday night. And, and they were tired. Juice. Oh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's an interesting score. Mankato East 2, Red Wing 0. Yeah. That's a head-scratcher for me having seen Mankato East. I think yeah. that really keeps them out of the top 10 this week type what's of thing. This, what section is Red Wing in? They're kind of like Northfield. 1, 1. Are, th- uh, that's remember a great Remember they got question. moved to 4 once? Yeah, well, they were in St. Thomas's section when I was in high school. They were in 3. It's crazy. That's yeah. why I asked. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Um... Okay, Rogers two and over one. They're in section one, Carl. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Um, Rogers two and over one overtime. I was at this one. I went to see a couple oh, of things. Yes, I was, Carl. I went to see can Andover score? And no, obviously can, not. Nope. Can this close game stuff catch up to them where they aren't always the better team? Right. But yep. they find a way to win. They and, are very susceptible. Come mm-hmm. section Saturday, they are. Yes. And so that was my takeaway is Rogers was, they have split up their top three guys and Hunter Sinjin and um, Sam Ranallo aren't playing on the same line right, right. now. And is Sinjin your new name you can't pronounce this? Probably. Right. I'm not going to yep. say anything about that. <laughs> Um, we only Move stick on. to like Hall's yeah. last name. Now. Yeah, Hall's it's easy. easy. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, um, you should have seen him with Slukinski a couple Ooh. years ago. Wow, it's brutal. Ed Rogers was eleven this week. Okay, Rogers was eleven. That's I yep. think that's a fair point for them right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Delano five, Southwest Christian one. This goes back to the Southwest Christian, but again, this is a roundtable discussion of two A. War Road four. Moorhead four overtime. Great game. Great game. Caught a a little Uh, analysis on that from Mr. Hardwick. Yeah, I watched this game. I watched Mm -hmm. from second half on. I was watching this in the St. Thomas Hill game yesterday. And uh, I hate to say it, uh, Warrow choked it away. You know, they they had a 4-2 lead with three minutes left. And uh, Warhead jumped back in and got got one right back to make it 4-3. And then scored with three seconds left on a, just a literally just Ryerson threw it from the corner and it hit mm-hmm. off uh, Eric Comstock's stick and went in the net. Well, and that's why you always shoot. Always shoot. So, yeah. W- was Warwood actually the better team or was this a fair result? I was even. It was an even game. Yeah. It okay. was literally that game. 
Yeah. Even game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the officiating was fair. I mean, sure. both, even in that Rozo yep. game, the officiating had nothing to do with the game. Which is good. Which I love. I love that, when yeah. the refs can't be like, you know, when the game gets over and then you walk in the lobby and it's like, rah, 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 refs, 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 refs. I'm I, like, I that was not that. the case for my games this week. You did see it. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah the, the little Cambridge falls game was. Little Falls was bad. Uh, Rogers Andover was bad. bad. Yeah. Uh, it, so it's just and, and no fault to the refs sometimes. It's it's a tricky job. It's hard. It's and not you, an easy you job. You have to establish it right away. Yeah. And then if it's if that's lost, it's lost. Yeah. Um, it's like a substitute teacher. Yes. Uh, Blaine, three, Brainerd, two. Weird score. Weird score. It's a bad week for Blaine. They're out of the top 25. Yeah. Um, Hill Murray, three, St. Thomas, one. I watched this game. It was the most Hill Murray St. Thomas game I've ever <laughs> seen. Just my boring. Oh yeah. Why do you think I watched more of the world? Morehead game. It was yeah. more exciting. Why? Why do people ask me like, why didn't you go to that game? It's like, well, because you had Maple Grove Rogers getting played. Yeah. Th- thank you. Like, I have my eye poppers and John Conley, the watching puck oh, guys. Like, that. oh, Dinah's playing. You know, Eden Prairie. Eden Prairie today. Someone told me that. I'm like. That's the most boring game ever. There's no section. There's nothing, nothing on the line. No implications. Unless with it. the cheesy Lake Conference Championship trophy is important to you, it's not important to me. Our viewers don't think that's exciting. If I, there's something on the line, like Edina Wyzetta coming up for the yeah. section seat, that's an eye popper. That's an important game. Yeah. Right? But this game had no importance. Eden Prairie is the one seed, no matter what. I have gone to Edina Wyzetta. At the end of the season, multiple times, even though I know it's a snooze fest, because it has section implications. It always does. And that's why I didn't put it there. It's like, I, I think I wrote it back. I'm like, well, there's no implications to this game. I considered it. It was like, eh, I only got about the four The only games. thing that it means is like, okay, it's Lee Smith's last game against Edina. Is he going to beat him? <laughs> it means nothing. Okay, cool. There's, in care. the eye popper thing, there's four girls games and four boys games and that's it was not there. Not that one got put on the editing room floor. Okay, Early. here's an eye popper. Wyzetta three Buffalo two overtime. Did you see that one, Barrett? I didn't actually see that. That one's an eye popper, yeah. isn't it? Interesting. Yeah. Overtime just keeps hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they scare me for sections. They're either going to be like a quarter bounced and we've been like talking about them. Yeah. Could no. you imagine if you were Las Vegas <laughs> and you did betting? On high school hockey, I don't want to. And you had to, and you had to put up a number for Buffalo. Like, oh no, (laughs) no, no! no, no. I don't want these (laughs) guys in my. That would be a bad number every time. They'd be a bad number. Michael Albertville this week, and the winner of that will be the four seed in AAA. Yeah, and then the loser will be the five. So like, play each other, kind of like the Holy Angels, Blake game that you're going to get to here in a minute. Yes, um, but before that, Maple Grove six, Hermantown three. Carl, you are at this. That's. Surprising. Surprising. Yeah, and I watched this game. I thought, how has Maple Grove lost five games? They look <laughs> like one of the best teams I've seen all year. They were Top line was on fire. Giuliani's a Mr. Hockey finalist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had a hat trick. So Danny Nelson had a goal where he literally, he was a bowling ball and just plowed straight through all every all five Hermantown players and Callaway. It was like bowling ball knocking over pins. Oh, my. Yeah. The wildest goal I've seen all year. It's like they were dominant. Is Danny playing forward or D? D. 
I'll, oh, I'll, I'll okay, so he's moved I'm, back. I'm seeing them on Thursday. I don't even know who they play. I'm going to be yeah. at Maple Grove Community Center. I got a two for yeah. that night. Two for. I got a Bantam Double mm-hmm. A game in the West, and I got. Uh, they play somebody high good. I think it might be St. Thomas, maybe. Yeah, it is St. Thomas. Yeah, so yeah. I get a I get a bunch of the camera will get it a workout that night. <laughs> uh, and my only comment on Hermantown is, I mean, they did outshoot Maple Grove, but um, other than a few plant creations, just not you know the quality of chances that we're used to, and I don't think Sam's hundred percent. Okay. I don't think he is. Okay. He scored two goals, but I still don't think he is. All right. Well, we've seen him at 100%, so mm-hmm. kind of know what that looks like. And now the Holy Angels 2, Blake 1, Balake. Uh, Balake. This one was surprising. A very good win for Grizz and the boys. I I thought that they that Blake was better. We don't know what Blake better. is. But we really I, don't know what Holy Angels is. Yeah, and I've seen both teams, but and you've seen both teams, Barrett. Yeah, well, we played Blake <laughs> later this year. We've seen Holy Angels That's twice, true. though. Yeah. You split yeah. with them. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think of those guys? Yeah, I mean, they're – so we played them last year, too, and they are much better this year than they were last I year. I think Lechner makes a big difference yeah. for them this year, oh, yeah. for sure. Definitely. Because yeah. it adds skill to a second line and lets a senior line run out there. Yeah, I had never, like, seen him play or anything, and he mm-hmm. was actually pretty – he's huge, too. Yeah, he's yeah. not a freshman, yeah. you know, he's type of big. thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's a really good player. Yeah, overall, they're – they're pretty good. I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. Yeah, they're just in the wrong section. They are. I wish they were in two. I or wish three. They were in three. Three would be pretty three too. Three would be way better. Yeah. Just stuff all the private schools in three. Yeah. It's like mm. over here. Um, That's true. Prior Lake four, Eastview one. I went to this game. Eastview was never put away. They always just lingered. Just yeah. They had a lot of offensive zone time, no quality, but just lingered there. Yeah. And I just, they're good team-ish, but they don't have anything that scares me, but they could win a section game. Yeah, I don't see them winning three section games. Is that a fair take? You know this those kids. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they've surprised me. This year, early in sure. the first half yeah. of the year, we had them. They were the number one seed. Yeah, yeah. Gone, I've never seen a team go from the number one seed to like the sixth seed so fast. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's they're in six seed hockey right now. Yeah, is what it looked like to yeah. me. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's a weird score. Chan two, Bloomington Jefferson one. Why is that a weird score? That's about. Ew. I had them. At, I have Chan as a six, and you think Jefferson so? as a seven, eight, and now Shakopee did something yesterday that makes me believe they're the six and Chan's the seven. I didn't see that Shakopee mm. score, so they did. They beat somebody. I'm like, oh, they're better than Jefferson and Chan. That's for sure. Well, no, Chan hasn't done much except when they play Chaska. Except that's, when they play Chaska and Tonka. Yeah. and Tonka. Did they beat Tonka? They tied them. Tied Tonka, which is yep. is interesting. Okay. Right. Right. Um, yesterday, seven to two to Apple Valley. That told okay. But okay, Apple Valley beat Jefferson. Thumped okay. Them. Yeah. You see my yeah. point? Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give. Uh, you, there's so my point. this is this is where those teams are kind of uh, in the same category. So I don't. I, Jefferson's eight. Okay. Chan seven. Shock be six. Okay. Section. Fine. It's a good section though, Carl. It's a. It's uh, unlike seven double A. Well, and we have <laughs> not wrong. You're not but, wrong. In 7AA, we know pretty sure which two teams will be in the section final. In yeah. 2AA, I don't know who's going to be in this. It's not going to be Chan or Bloomington Jefferson. No. But, but no. they could make noise 
in this is the problem no. whenever I try to actually okay um, Eden Prairie four Edina two that's one of the surprises of the do week. you want to spin this one along Carl uh, sure yeah let's keep going we've already told told everyone this is a boring game we don't care about it so we might as well keep going <laughs> why do we even mention it's so boring um okay i think this is the backbreaker i i don't know if i got my my time my soapbox yeah. on you should knock you should knock these guys out of the top 10 they don't deserve it they don't they don't so deserve many it wins. so many quality wins they do In not november yeah they do not deserve it anymore i Although don't they did beat Lakeville, Lakeville South at the end of December. So. Yeah. That's yeah, the is. only thing he's holding on to I right know. now. One game. Clinging the thread <laughs> of, of Hornet. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're like going Spinny to you. you. Yeah. Spinny, Spinny. Um, okay. Then I got Cambridge Isanti 3, Irondale 3, Overtime. Ouch. Ick. 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 Um, and then round. And the goalie didn't play. And the disciple didn't, didn't play. play. Yeah. And that, uh, I and think it makes a it's difference. It's a back injury. That You know what? You're a goalie. You're going to need your back. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's troublesome. Watching, watching his return. out the next four or five games if he comes Be- back. Because if he doesn't, uh-uh. this is a different section again. Uh, he gets 3-3 Irondale. Um, Rochester Mayo 2, Northfield 1. And that's where I'll round it this week. You guys kind of thought that was a bad loss. I did. For I, did. I, did. Oh, I, I did. I did. I, 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 he, he I did. did. You yeah. did. I didn't think so. I mean, I Mayo's just, not a bad team. But having seen Northfield play, that was my take. Okay? okay. That's it. Kiwanis Cup champions, Danny. Kiwanis Cup champions. <sighs> That's all. That's all okay. I got to say about those guys. Is that it? Yeah, give us a give, give a plug to tradition and Red well, Black. tradition brought us the rankings, which we forgot covet uh, <laughs> so much so we forgot to give them their plug, and then also a huge shout out to the Red and Black leagues. Red and Black is a great opportunity for kids to just kind of keep the blades wet in the off season, whether it's uh, in the spring. Uh, Multi sport athletes, it's an awesome opportunity to meet other players from other teams. Uh, stay on your game uh, and. And stay poised and focused on getting better. Uh, the Red and Black Leagues, it's a great league also because they track the stats and you're going to play kids from all over the state of Minnesota and western Wisconsin. Redblackleagues.com. Well, thank you, Tony. We are still joined here with senior forward. Mute your phone, Carl. Senior forward from Gentry Academy, Barrett Hall. Barrett, how's it going? It's going good. How are you guys doing? Well, thanks for coming on early yeah, too. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah that was a. Uh, we I knew we were going to be running over. He jumped in with us. That was good. Um, that's a first ever. Um, <laughs> us run over never. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, but now we get a chance to kind of instead of talking about games, we're going to talk about you specifically. And there's a lot to you, um, especially you kind of started at Gentry Academy before it even had high school hockey. You go yeah. back to the oh, yeah. early, early <laughs> days. Uh, Joe Dedzik and Sean Moline and yeah. a bunch of guys that aren't there anymore. Yeah. But it just Marty Serdich. Marty Serdich, oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. Another good one, yeah. <laughs> um, so you were there at the beginning, uh, even before there was a building. Yeah. Um, 
I want to throw some just really stupid questions at you that people, I want, I want to knock away some of the misnomers about Gentry. The first stupid one is, do you just play hockey all day long at Gentry? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could just get there and play hockey the whole day, but no, no, unfortunately not. <laughs> um, so now that you've moved into a building, that's probably six, five, six years ago, right? The building is... Yeah, so that would have been my... The end of my seventh grade year. So, so five years yeah, ago. Five okay. years ago. Okay. So you moved into the building over in Badness Heights. Um, walk through the day in a life uh, of, you know, whether, it be, whether it's a fifth grade kid or, or your senior high. Well, let's specifically focus on the high school kids. Yeah. How much hockey um, in season, let's start with in season, and then let's then we'll go to the off season because that's just as important. So For how sure. much hockey do you do? Uh, outside of the daily practice. Do you have anything more than practice for gym class or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, so I, I technically our gym class is going to be hockey during the day. Okay. So we okay. have kids that don't play high school for Gentry that go to school. So we've got like a bunch of White Bear Bantams and, and um, people from all over that yep. go to the school. So and Tier 1 kids, yeah, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, so we have, um, yeah, we've got guys from all over playing all over. And yeah. So like a, a normal day will look like you get to school. And around like eight o'clock, you'll you'll hop on the ice for a high school kid. You'll hop on the ice till like nine ten, I think it is. Yeah. So you get an hour and ten minutes of ice, and then you hop off, and then you go to school from there. So yep. you only get around an hour of ice in the morning. Yep. And then you you do your normal school day. So we've got you know six classes, just yep. like every normal. other school. Yep. Um, All so, with a teacher in the room, right? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no online. Are those classes like you know math of hockey and the science of hockey, <laughs> you know, you know, things like that. Not quite. Not quite. But I mean, like literally, when they built the school, like you have science rooms with like heat and the oh, whole yeah. deal. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's legit. It's a it's a really nice building too for a school. It's, yeah. it's really nice and something that Gentry. So Gentry is like a leadership. That's that's the main focus is leadership. Yep. It's not hockey. Yeah. And there are yep. other sports also. So, like, we have a, lac- a really good lacrosse program. Like, yep. And especially girls lacrosse. Um, so they – there's that, that dome facility yep. right off the rink. So they, at the same time that we do, they'll go and do their lacrosse in the morning. Right. To, to better themselves in that way. And then they'll go to school at the same time we do. So it's, it's neat where it's not just hockey at the school. All right. So then after the academics are over – this is in season. I'm gonna get the yep. off season too. So after the academics are done, do you then um, have a practice or regular yeah. high school hockey practice? Yep. Yep. So, so is the, the stuff that you're doing during the day is that just more skill development? Exactly. Yep. Right. So we have uh, coaches that aren't the high school coaches. They uh, like Joe Jensen, Billy yep. Hengen, Um, They do the majority of like our skill work in the morning. So it's it's you know your normal skill stuff. Um, it's not really team practicing at all uh, because you, you have the option to not skate and you can go. That was my next yeah. question. So you yeah. don't have to skate. You can go over to the school. And, and do like study hall. Exactly. So Study hall. Yeah. Or if you got banged up in the night before. Exactly. You or go down if, to you the have, gym. if you had a game that day, on game day, yeah. are you guys going hard in, in skill no. development? No. I mean, so it's. I'd say it's like 50-50. Half the guys will go and they'll either stretch in the gym or they'll do schoolwork, and then the other half will go and just get like a, a normal morning skate before a game. So right. personally, I love to go out and skate in the morning. So I'll like on a game day, it's like essential that I, I have to go skate. In the really? Morning. Yeah. It's part of your yeah, DNA. Exactly. One of my favorite parts about high school was 
school started at 8, 10, I would get there before 7 o'clock, and there was a group of us that would always get there beforehand, and we would all do our homework. Yeah. You know, or, like, the homework that we could copy, quote, unquote. <laughs> right. Beforehand, and we would all do that. And that was probably some of my favorite memories of high school was that. It was before just, you did it. Yeah. 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 Because it, it was it was the point that we could cram. Mm-hmm. And then, like, how late did you stay up last night type of, <laughs> right. you know, conversation. Right. So that was always my favorite. So you have um, uh, this session, and then then after school you have your practice and you yep. go home. Exactly. Right? Like a normal normal practice after school. And now, the other, the other, you have a girls' team. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. When do they get on this? They get a, do they have a separate skill session? Or yeah. You? So they're at the same time. So there's two ranks. In rank two, then, yep. right? So they, they yeah. go over to rank two or whichever Yep. It and doesn't matter. They're yep. both premier ranks at <laughs> yes. <CO. laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you both have your skill Fine sessions. Yep. You still you have your skill sessions. So they're basically a carbon copy of what you guys exactly. do. Exactly. Yep. All right. So the girls team then also practices at the same time we do at the end of the day. And then the what ranks. time do you guys practice? Because you also are competing with Moundsview and White Bears, yeah. JV, Varsity, Girls, Boys, right? Yep. So, so you must have like an earlier practice or a later practice? Yeah. So ours is at, it starts at 3. Really? Okay. So yeah. That's prime okay. time. Okay. Exactly. So, but the past three years, we haven't practiced at TCO. We've what? What? Yeah. yeah. So there's uh when you can walk like literally and not get cold. Yeah, it's in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. But so they've gotten like priority in the past couple of years. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we would go and practice at like a county rink down the road. White Bear County. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the worst. The freezing rink. cold. It's brutal. Like, yeah. So we practice. <laughs> I was there telling for three years. Jazzy, I was telling Jazzy, this guy who did the book about ranks. I go, you might want to check out White Bear County. It's so bad. It yeah. might. It might be a juicy yeah. rink. It's so yeah. bad. It's three gross. years practice there every day. It really? built a yeah. state championship team. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is the first year that we have practiced. And that three o'clock slots like the prime yeah. after school ice. Yeah. So White Bear, they, um, the girls team starts practice a little earlier yeah so they finish a little earlier but we'll see like the white white bear like walk around past and they'll go to rank two when we're still practicing right so. interesting okay. Yeah. okay all right so now let's talk off season it's it's april 18th yep. tuesday you have your morning <laughs> skate still yeah and that's it yeah so you have your morning skate and then your school day is still the exact same and that's it just no and hockey then, yep, after school and then you just go home got it school. okay Okay. All right. And we won't get into the charter school. Nah, I don't even want to get into it because I don't even understand it. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter. It's a charter school. It, it, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we talked about the academics. Um, I'd be remiss with not bringing up, since you've been there since the beginning, uh, a lot of people will talk about Tammy Lucius and Chuck Lucius and their family starting the school. Um, and then you talk about Joe Jensen and Billy Hengen. We talked about the others that were there, Marty and Sean and those guys. But I think the person who's been there is the principal and, and, her, and her son Carter as well. The curse have been a pivotal part of the school. Walk through your connection with Carter and, and Jen Kurth and yeah. what they do for the school. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Miss Kurth, the principal, is... Miss Kurth? Yeah, Gosh. Mrs. Kurth. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I've no. never heard those words yeah. in my life. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she does so much, like so much for the school. And, I mean, it's not even close. Like, she does so much more than everybody else, and she's putting so much extra time in. And if you look at, like, Connor Kurth, He's yep. playing in Dubuque right yep. now. Yep. He's like a model Gentry product. He's been at Gentry since the very start. Yep. Sure. He, you know, skated in the morning every day for however many years, and now look at him. Like, yeah. 
That's, he's doing very well. Yeah. He'll be at the U next year. Yeah. Uh, here's a question. So do you mix with the Tier 1 players, especially in, like, the skill stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Any student, so, right? Now, yeah. your students are only 9 through 12 who no, come so to your morning skate? Yep. Yeah, so the morning skate is 9 through 12. All right. And then the other grades, I'm not exactly sure when they skate. They do skate in the afternoon, though. Okay. Yep, okay. So sorry, school. I was just curious yeah. about that. Yeah. For well, sure. yeah I was like, I'm doing some research on a kid, Nolan Fitzhenry. He's a, like a seventh grader. Yeah. He could probably skate with you guys. He's so good. <laughs> There's some middle schoolers that are unbelievable. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> wish you were that good. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're good. They're good. All right. I, I just wanted to make sure that when we talked about your school, that we want to make sure that it wasn't just the hockey school. And, yeah. And and I didn't know how it worked. I didn't really know how the, what the day in the life was, and I thought that'd be helpful for just anyone who's kind of like ah, gentry, gentry. You know, like now I think they can get that. Especially if you meet a Barrett Hall, you're gonna know there's a down to earth kid and yeah. hard worker. We'll probably get to bike racing here eventually, Ooh. so we'll get there. So. <laughs> But let these guys go into into other questions, Danny. You got some stuff? Okay, so let's let's first talk about last year. So last year you guys won state, yep. undefeated. Mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about that season compared to this year just as an emotional standpoint. Because last year you didn't play in front of anybody. There was no packed house. Nobody saw you. Yeah. Except for state. Mm-hmm. It was a really big unknown for us. We're seeing scores come in. Just killing teams. Just murdering. <laughs> and, and it's like, well, what do we know about these guys? And we didn't know anything until you guys came to state and really showed yourself against these Grand Forks in that game. Yeah. But, you know, what were you guys, what was the ride like? Yeah, I mean, it was it was amazing. I mean, it was it was a textbook high school hockey you know, you're friends with, with the whole team, you know, that's your family. And it was just, it was unreal. I mean, playing alongside, you know, my line mates for most of the year was like Nick Sajovic and Damon Furseth. Yep. Yeah. Two unbelievable players. And being able to play with them for a full year and then count on three lines behind you that can go out and do the exact same thing. It's just something special. I mean, it's, you, you don't really see that. We rolled four lines basically the whole year. And you had a goaltender that just stood oh, yeah. on his head the yeah. whole year. And yeah. I think that was uh, because it was very overlooked, very mm-hmm. overlooked, especially on my side, because I help do the spreadsheets for us on the Mr. Hockey and Frank Brisnick mm-hmm. award stuff. And it was he it, just kept coming back. Timmons, 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 Timmons. Timmons, Timmons. Timmons. Yeah. And it was like, are they actually going to vote for him? And I think people really liked what they saw. And yeah. I think uh, say what you will. Scouts do not care who people play for. No. They and, don't. They and, don't care at all. And so that was that was special. Let's let's talk about state maybe for a little bit. Can yeah, we talk about the differences in state? You know, you grew up watching the state yeah. tournament, oh, and yeah. then your experience, what you saw and what you experienced, they're two different things. Yeah, I mean, when you're growing up and you're at the games and you're, it's just packed. Like there's as many fans as there are at, like wild games and stuff. And then you finally get there and you look around and it's like <laughs> just empty. It's it was different, but I mean it. It doesn't really take away from winning state. No, yeah, it doesn't take away that. But the game day experience oh, yeah. was even completely gutted. Walk yeah. through what you guys did for each game. Yeah, I mean last year every game's game day was different, but I'd say that the state games were special because you'd, you'd <laughs> on the special level of different. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you get to the school. You you have to meet at the school. And then you you put your equipment on in the school building, <laughs> and then you hop on the bus. 
So and you're only you're like not allowed to carry a bag into the rink, and you're you got to put all your stuff on. You got to carry your stuff. You get on the bus. You get to the rink ten minutes before you go. Wait, did you have so skates you, on? No, 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 no. That oh. so that was one thing that was a positive out of the whole situation was you didn't have to put your skates on. Right, yeah. So, so let me tell you. So, so so let's say the game before goes to overtime or something, right? You know, like, like yeah. hypothetically, like. So you said ten minutes before. So do you actually like maybe sit? In the bus, sit in the bus outside the X before you get your ten minutes before. No, so they let us go into the locker room. Oh, they did. Okay, yeah. so we would go into the locker room and wait. Yep, and then oh, you wait. Because I could see them like, nope, you need to stay yeah. outside. Yeah, <laughs> stay outside. You have disease with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but we were able to go into the locker room, and then you'd have you know ten fifteen minutes to kind of. Take everything <laughs> in. You know, you go out on the bench, you take the whole scene in. While the Zam is going, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> There's no fans in the building. Like, it's completely empty. But then, you, you you know, you throw your stuff on and you go out and play. And then you, you finish your game and you, same process but backwards. You take your skates off, you get on the bus immediately, <laughs> and they drive you back to the school. And then you was take your, your equipment bus? off there. Was yeah, it, it was our bus. Okay, okay. okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they're like, shuttling you in. It's like the high school league bus. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get them out of here, you know. Or, or, or the Alvarez bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just, oh, you know, God, that's good. That's good, Carl. So, um, so the, the championship game gets over. Um, you had an unbelievable tournament, by the way. Congratulations Thank on you. you. Thank you. Uh, individually. Um but did you – there was no all-tournament team? Mm-mm. I don't remember that. Well, it, it, it was weird for us because we're all watching There it couldn't have been an all-tournament team because they gassed nope. everybody yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Jackson Panzer, who loses in the semis, would have been all-tournament team. Well, he's back in East Grand Forks. He's already back in East Grand Forks. Because there's yeah. no third-place game. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's also weird, too. So you missed out on that, too. You yeah. would have been a lock for that, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Um, it was just easy for you. Did, is that one of the memories of how easy it was? Because it, it looked it Yeah, looked I mean, like, the state championship game, when you have as good of a team as we did and have four lines that can just roll. bury a team, I mean, we could double shift the third and fourth line, and we're probably still going to bury the teams that we did. And you had probably played with Brody Lamb at some oh, yeah. point, right? Yeah. And I know in camps and mm-hmm. teams and stuff like that, so you knew how good he could be, but... Mm-hmm. It was it was kind of like a one man band over there. Yeah, right? and what we did is we had Zach Rhyme, our yep. our defenseman. We just <laughs> were like, hey, just stick on Brody the whole game. Yeah, and he did. And it, I mean, it, Brody still scored one. Well, yeah. So you can't stop Brody. Yeah, Rhyme. exactly. That's the thing. All right, now that we're down memory lane, I gotta just ask this trick question, a tricky question. Um, were you kind of bummed that Hermantown didn't bring the full? Th- Thing. Absolutely, you guys were, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. Would you rather finish second and played Hermantown than one Ooh. and played well, Dodge County? Well, that's because, a trick question. Yeah, I don't that's know. That's a good question. I I'd probably hmm. because you didn't get to play Hermantown in the, the regular question. season. I know because yeah, no, no. we had scheduled a game with Hermantown. That's our gas that too. Got yeah. canceled. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we were, were ready to go. Oh, yeah. I remember waking up that morning. I was like, I was so excited to play them, and then I like. Looked at my phone and said, oh, sorry, game's canceled. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Wrong number. Who dis? Who dis? All right, answer the question. Yeah, Would you right. rather finish second and get a shot at Hermantown or beat Dodge County and win a state championship? I mm, I got to say get a shot at Hermantown. And maybe finish second. Yeah, because I think we could have taken them. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah nobody absolutely. knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. Yeah. yeah that, that's I, a, I think I, I'd rather rather play Hermantown than win however many goals we scored in the. Yeah. Season. It it that's doesn't true. matter because it was just over. Yeah. You know, it was over before the puck drop, and we all knew it. Type right. of thing. That's I. It would have been more fun to see you guys just slugfest. Yeah. Like it would have been a great game. That East Grand Forks game was my was the. Most fun game of the whole year. Yeah, yeah, it was the closest game. It was a good game. <laughs> it was a good game. Yeah, well, it really was. Really yeah, fun close game. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. all right, uh, Carl, you want to ask? Now we just asked you a tough question about that. I think Carl's got some yeah. tougher stuff coming at you too. here. Be ready. You know. So, Barrett, let's talk a little bit about Gentry's schedule this year. So, you guys are playing Wisconsin teams. You're playing North Dakota teams. You're playing random, you know, Greenways and Denfelds and teams nowhere near you. You're uh, playing these women homes with the same teams over and over again. It's like, is the, is the rest of the state blackballing gentry hockey? I got to say they are. I mean, I've spoken with the uh, AD at gentry, uh, Joe Jensen, and he's shown me the list of teams that we've tried to get games with. And there's a lot of no's next to those teams. I mean, all the top teams, we'd love to play them. Um, we'd love to get a shot at, at all the top teams, but that just wasn't a possibility for us. Yeah. How many? How many teams yeah. said no? There was at least probably seventy teams on that list. <laughs> yeah, that said Seven. no. So you look at our schedule yeah. and you see, yeah, you know, we play Hudson three times this year, and we've got North Dakota teams, and those are just the the games that we could get. Like yeah, holy to, to hit your twenty five. Yeah, it's holy family or, twice, holy yeah. angels twice. We, you got Lake Lake, twice. Lakeville, Lakeville North Lake twice, North, yeah. Blake twice, These Denfeld are, twice. And, and the yeah. reason they're playing you is because uh, obviously Lakeville North lost two games. Yeah. They needed games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like they went, hmm. Let's well, let's get a game with Gentry. Yeah, that wasn't on their first. They weren't first on your list. Yeah, and we started this season. We only had like 22 games when the yeah, season started. Yeah, yeah because we that. announced yeah. that yeah. on here. Remember that time? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in our preseason show. Yeah. 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 And it's it's a shame because you guys are a good team. Not the team that it was last year, yep. but still a good team. Mm-hmm. And, and a team that's going to give people fits. Yeah. And that's uh, to, you know, withheld hold you from – actually playing competition that can, one, make you better, but, two, showcase you in front of the whole state because yeah. uh, Denfeld doesn't tell us anything. <laughs> Winning Denfeld in running time tells us that you can beat Denfeld in running time. It yeah. says nothing yeah. about your program or how good you are. And part of it is part of your philosophy is hockey development, right? Yep. I mean, leadership is important, mm-hmm. academics, but hockey development is there. I mean, you're a shining example of that. I mean, I'm not saying you were you were never in the Chaz Lucius class. Yeah. I mean, that's not many were, right? <laughs> so I'm not ripping you, right? But not your game has definitely, it's like a hockey stick. It has just progressively gotten better. And you have to give a lot of that credit to the staff there oh, and absolutely. yourself. I mean, you you still showed up and did the work, yeah. but you've gotten better as a result of being at that school. Absolutely. Yeah, I would not be anywhere near where I am now if without the help of the coaches and the staff and the school and the, it's general. availability yeah, right exactly um what are your plans i mean i know that you're a really good bike racer as well i mean is bike racing more of a recreation activity or is that something yeah. that you pursue after high school as well that i've kind of pushed to the back burner really? a little bit yeah did so you I'm do gonna, it last spring or no, last fall you no, haven't done so it yeah so yeah. last mid last season i kind of was like 
I got to pick one here. And, all right. And I enjoy hockey so much more that I was like, all right, I'm, I just got to. Because biking takes up so much time. Yeah. Like, if you want to be a really good biker, you have to, you know, it's every day. You're six hours. Yeah. yeah my dad's a, a lot huge more travel. Yeah. cyclist. Yeah. I can't ride a two-wheel bike. <laughs> I have a three-wheel recumbent. <laughs> full disclosure. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. This is Tony used to honk at me. On the oh side of the road God. when I was a kid. Get out of the way, boy! <laughs> you used to that's scream that. Kind of what I would say to him. <laughs> so that's not a. So what are your plans after? Have you been tendered by a by a team yet? I'm not tendered, but I plan on going. So I played with the Minnesota Wilderness at the start of this year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yep. And I played six games, and then once you hit ten games, you're you're like you're mm-hmm. locked up by that team. Yeah. And then so I plan on going up there. After the season two, and then I'll play more than ten games, and, and they're doing be... really well lately. Yeah, so they Maybe since you left, they've gotten way better. Yeah, <laughs> so we they were they were uh, uh, one of the top teams in their division when I was there, and then yeah. I left, and they had a ah. bunch of injuries, right? A ton, and then they so, went on like a they lost a bunch of games in a row. I can't remember exactly how many, but now they didn't have you, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, they yep. got they got their top players back from injury, and now they they've won six in a row. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they're doing quite well. Yeah. Okay, so that is your you're still on your you're on a path to to play college yeah. hockey. Yeah, that's All the right. goal. That's the goal. All right, so no more bike racing. <laughs> but see, I think bike racing is one of the reasons you're was one of the reasons you're so fit. Yeah. And oh so yeah, it's a good part of your well, game. Yeah, I mean, being able to do that your whole life basically. Yeah. I mean, like my aerobic capacity and my like just leg strength in general. Like. Yeah, it's it's up there. All right, are we uh, ready to move uh, on? On the state tournament. They're going to need another fun fact about Barrett on the, on the state tournament this year. <laughs> like, how, how many times did we hear about the bike racing last year? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they they find something, they hook onto it, and they beat it to yeah, death. Yeah, I rewatched all the games, and every time I touch the puck, they're like, oh, yep. he's riding a bike. Or... <laughs> <laughs> wow, he can do this and ride a bike. <laughs> can you do that, At the same Danny? Time. No, no, no. no. Um, All right, so we're gonna talk about some more games uh, next week, and then after that, we'll do some pickums. You want to stick around? Yeah. Okay, so caucus week this week. So game thank you for making that clear because I took more texts yesterday. Why are there only seven games on Tuesday? Yeah, and it's because is it a presidential? Is it no, a presidential? it's midterm, midterm elections. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what are we caucusing for? <laughs> Minnesota governor. Okay. Republican Thank caucus you. is a big Thank caucus you. this Thank year you. for that. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of why. So just well, some of us are trying to expel our state senators too. So yeah. Good for you. <laughs> and there's Carl's Tuesday night. Um, okay, so games that are not Pickums, Stillwater and St. Thomas play, um, and St. Thomas and Maple Grove play, uh, Eden Prairie and Matamidi, Edina and Hill Murray have the home and home this weekend, and Centennial Andover and Eden Prairie, Cretan. Carl, what is going on over there? Know, you are He's making a lot so of noise. Loud. He's so, so loud. So loud. Loud. Just so loud. Well, I'm just getting excited for the the game that you missed there, which is the one between Kansas City and Redwood Valley. <laughs> like it's on the schedule. I don't know what it is or what does it, it means. Does it say Kansas City or does it, it say says like Kansas City? That's Kansas. all it says is Kansas City. So like, uh, is I, it, I think it gives a state. I think it says Kansas City. You know, Kansas. I don't remember if it's Missouri or Kansas, but so it's not like Blue Valley yeah. or something. I know the schools down there because yeah. my sister lives there. Um, yeah, Kansas City, Missouri. That's interesting. All. Okay, they're playing the town. 
They're playing the town. Yeah. Best that right. they have like to offer. Match, but did what, you call them? Gen- yeah, maybe we should. Did Gentry call yeah. City? Yeah. <laughs> call them? Yeah. <laughs> next year. Next, next year. year next year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, that's all I have. All right. Uh, that's comes? it? No, are you, did you list the games? That's it? Yeah, there is nothing, nothing this there. week. All right. All right. Game so pass next week is going to be poor unless some teams lose. All right. Here we go. Uh, first game, uh, Lakeville North and – I'm sorry, Little Falls and Alex. Yep. Uh, Little Falls is no longer a top 10 team. No. And Alex is. And this is at this Alex. Is, this is for sure it's at Alex because we were at Little Falls. I'm yep. going to go Alex for sure on this one. Uh, Carl, who do you got? Yeah, this is revenge game. It's Alex. This is so much revenge. It's here. Alex. It's, I go Alex too. We're we gonna gooch it. Oh. Are you gonna or, or is Derek, Derek gonna yeah, go? Yeah, I gotta go, go Alex Falls? too. Really? Yeah, we uh, we played them earlier this year. Oh yeah, and they were they were pretty strong actually. Alex? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're a yeah. decent squad. Yeah, they're good. All right, uh, next one. Carl gets to go first. This is the TCO Gardens uh, <laughs> grudge match, and oh, the best really part about this game is. Uh, Barrett, not only do you know the teams, you went to this game when they played previous in the year, yeah. and you watch these guys practice. You probably know these guys better than any of us. So, <laughs> uh, who do you got in this one, Carl? Well, say the matchup. My, oh, sorry, uh, Moundsview and White Bear Lake. A home game. A, a home game for somebody. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> I don't even know who's um, home. In the beautiful confines of TCO, well, I'm going to go White Bear. White Bear. I, I think we're going to have a double gooch here. Danny, yeah. who do you got? Okay, I'll go the upset and say Are Moundsview you? just to throw something different. Keep the if f- if Moundsview wins, I'll bring my Moundsview jersey next week. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. Uh, uh, Barrett, I, I'm guessing you're going to go White Bear. Yeah, well. I'm going to go White Bear on this one. They were pretty dominant in the game that I watched <laughs> earlier this year. So, <laughs> But you never know, yeah, right? You, never you know. dominated Denfeld yeah, and then got a heart, exactly. had a heart attack from those guys yeah. later. So you never know. I'm going to go White Bear as well. I need wins. <laughs> I need wins. I can, yeah, I can risk yeah, it. Like last yeah. week did not go that well for you, Tony. What's that? Last last week, week did not go well for didn't? you. Didn't? What did I get? No, I think you got. Well, we all got. No, I think you got zero. Oh yeah, zero. Ooh. <laughs> I took Warroad over Rosa, didn't I? Little falls. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. You got. I, I picked the. I picked the opposite things of you. And you just rolled, didn't you? Yep. Uh, other, than, other than Little Falls, we we we, we gooch Little Falls, and we totally gooch yeah. Little Falls. Yeah. All right, so we this is gooch them again this week. So Rogers Moorhead, where is this game? Rogers Moorhead is getting played in Rogers, actually. Really? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Uh, this is a, this is a serious one here. Uh, Rogers is on the rise. Yes. Big time on they the look rise. Good. Uh, and you get to go first. Do you want to go with that, Brianna? Blue. Uh, I I think this is a game where Moorhead's steps down and actually wins. I they've been a streaky team. I think this is one of those that they win. This is a really hard one. It's a hard one. This is a really hard one. I think this it's gonna hard. come down to the top line is going to be more dominant in this game. In the uh, Benz, Lindbergh. Um I think Gavin Lindbergh's in the Mr. Hockey discussion. Okay. I'm not gonna argue that his little brother's <laughs> unbelievable He's on the Bantam team. Great, great defenseman um bear who do you got rogers hosting moorhead i'm gonna go with rogers on this one i think they're hot right now and i think they're gonna take it they are hot yeah 
I'm going to go that too. I know I'm going to get burned on this one, but I'm, I'm going burning to either way. <laughs> I'm going to get burned it's a very hard hot on this game. one. That's a good game. I'm going to go Rodgers too. Carl, you going to stick with the opposite day? Yeah, I'm taking the spuds. This has worked well for me so far, so I'll keep picking against you. Yeah, it works. It works. Okay. Uh, Barry, you get to go first on this one. Uh, Wyzetta at Grand Rapids. Yeah. This is a heavy. Have you ever played in Grand Rapids? I've not. Okay. Okay. It's It's a a cool bar. Great building. I mean, these would be two teams that would say no to Gentry Academy for sure. (laughs) Traditional powers. I'm going to go with Grand Rapids on this one. I, I've played with some of the Grand Rapids boys. Yeah. They, uh, so, Joey Del Greco. Yep. I played with Hayden DeMars with, uh, on the Wilderness for, he played two oh, sure. games. Oh, okay. Yeah. Started this year. Okay. And when did you play with Del Greco? Uh, last spring. I can't. It was like a HP. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. All right. Um, and, that, yeah, I, th- I think they can take that one. Uh, I am... I'm going to force Carl's hand here because uh, Carl loves Wyzetta, and I get to go before Carl. Yeah. Carl likes to go against me. This would force him, <laughs> A, to take not Wyzetta and to take his most hated team, Grand Rapids. Carl, what you got there, my friend? Uh, I think my love for Wyzetta uh, is greater than my hate for, me. for Tony's picks. So, uh, <laughs> take Wyzetta. All right, uh, why is that? It is, and I know what you're going to pick. I I'll pick know. Rapids. I think they need Rapids. a bounce back Soccer. game. Yeah, well, I, I, they need a bounce back game. They need to score, and I think this is a prove them game for them. All right, last game. Where is this game? Holy Family Gentry. Do you know where it is? I can tell you in two seconds. It's at TCO. Yes, at it TCO is. Garden. Yes. All right, so at home. Um, I never really pick. I always pick against the guest. It's kind of the shtick here. I'm going to stick to that as well. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Holy Family over Gentry Academy. Dan or Carl, you want to go next? Well, I think keep, we have a pretty unique. Tony, so. I think we got a pretty unique situation here. Barrett's. You know, he's gone against the grain his whole life. I think we might have our first guy to actually pick against his own team here today mm, yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know <laughs> uh, carl who do you got who do you got well i well tony took holy family so i'm taking gentry all right gentry and danny uh yeah gentry you i've seen gentry, gentry play and i've all seen right. holy family play all right so you, these guys are clowns they 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 can barely skate Right, I, I'm actually a really gifted he doesn't even have a, seat. He doesn't have okay. a two wheel. He doesn't even have a two wheel bike. They know Ooh. nothing about hockey. But I got a flag. Join, yeah. come <laughs> safe. Come yeah. to the come to the dark side <laughs> with me. Pick against. Be the first guest ever to pick against your team. You can do it, Barrett. I can't do it. You can do it. Dude. I can't. You can. I can't. come on. No. So disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Fine. Fine. All right. So you picked that one. Yeah. I think we're we're done with this epic uh, adventure. Uh, I got to thank our sponsor, Tradition Companies, for our rankings. Even though we didn't mention it. And Red and Black yep. League for their continuous sponsorship of our show. Carl and Danny for putting together great rankings because I have no input on them ever, according to Danny. That is and true. to you, Barrett, for, for coming into today's show. We had a blast having you in. Thank you. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Barrett Hall from Gentry Academy. We'll see everyone around the rink.